Welcome to your sanity safe space, the call-in show where you decide the topic. From Hillary to Harambe, there are no limits. You can be nice. Really great talking to you. Cool dude, great dude. Appreciate awesome. It, you can be mean. You shit. <laughs> or you can blow it all up. A lot, a lot more. <laughs> Every Wednesday at 9, it gets crazy when you get their number and you can call them maybe. And now, here they are, Matt Christensen and Blonde. Hello and welcome to the show. It is the call-in show, the show where you get our number and we are at your mercy. You know, the intro to the show still references uh, Hillary and Harambe. I feel like I need to get a, I need to get around to updating that. The intro um, to this show? Yeah, you don't hear it because I don't play it through the same system. I wonder if I've ever heard it because I never listen back. You never listen back. I like the intro, but the references are getting a little bit dated. And frankly, I've just been too busy to to make a new one. Yeah, which is also my excuse for not knowing anything about the news tonight. So get used to a yeah. Get used to a lot of I don't know anything about that. Tell me more. That's pretty much what's going to be with the calls. Second part of the Holodomore series today. Yeah. So I'm I'm just zapped from looking at pictures of you know. Really yeah. skinny corpses all day. It's hey, you want proof that uh, taxation limits productivity? Right here. That's, that's basically occupied most of my work time the last day or two is getting all my finances in order to go pay a hilarious bill to the tax man. Oh, I don't want to do it. Because um, this was the first year. This was the first complete year that I had that I was nothing but a, a YouTuber. You know, and yeah. there's a lot of different revenue. A lot of yeah. as you will find out shortly. No, last year. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Last year, I had to incorporate this into my taxes. Yeah, but it but it wasn't the full year. I mean, yeah, twenty sixteen. It, it was most of the year. Yeah. Yeah, but you also did your other stuff. We quit our jobs in June of that year. Yeah, so it was half year income. Yeah. Well, we did make income in the first half of the year, though. Anyway, I'm sure everyone <laughs> loved this. Is taxation has limited productivity and has limited the enjoyment of our audience here. So. This oh, is and the... I wanted to mention that my lighting situation is really bad, but it's about to go back to normal. So sorry, guys. Oh, yeah. We're in some temporary thing. I mean, and it won't matter for the most people listening to this after the fact. Mm-hmm. Uh, where there is no video, even though you'll still get the screenshots of me doing the Soylent Grin and other things. Do it. Because Do it. there's always a little bit of video that people capture somehow. Because uh, they're, they're right on the spot. Anyway, uh, if you are new to this show, uh, there is a link to the Discord server on which we host the show in the video description. Hop in that link, put your name in the roll call, uh, and uh, we go on a first-come, first-serve basis. Patrons get priority, so if you're a patron of myself or of Blonde or of the podcast, uh, you should be marked in that pretty orange font in the in the Discord server. If you're not, get in, excuse me, Coors Burp, get in touch with us. And uh, I'll get you marked. Uh, we do take super chats in between callers. Three-minute time limit between callers are a three minute time limit for three minute time limit for each call and um and then uh, if you'd like to contribute to the show and you can't do it live we do take emails we'll respond to a couple tonight that's beauty in the beta at gmail.com or you can record a brief uh piece of uh, video or audio uh put on youtube unlisted send us a link we'll play the audio and respond to it um so again my um I will preface my performance tonight with an apology for knowing nothing about the news of the week. I saw Gary Cohn is out, and what else? I don't know. That's pretty much it. There's some Martin Strakelli news. Ooh, is there? I don't know what it is, but I definitely saw his face in the headlines this week. Okay, let's see what uh, CenterCore has. Hey, CenterCore. Hey, guys. Hi. What's up? Nothing much. much. What do you got for us? Uh... 
Not much. Uh, just uh, how much do you know about uh, Trump and his tariff stuff? I don't know a lot, and uh, but I can preface this by saying, back in my old, back in my old left wing days, back in my old progressive days, a couple of years, I used to be uh, much more of like a, I had a much more protectionist perspective about trade, and as I listen to people more and more, I'm starting to think this is quite a bad idea. Yeah, um, John Stossel thinks it's a bad idea, and I generally agree with him. You can't disagree with that mustache. I know. Yeah, you really can't. Anyway, what's your perspective on it? Well, I, I, <laughs> I'm with you guys. I'm, I'm pretty much free trade across the board. Uh, I, I'm very libertarian in most of my views, mm-hmm. uh, except for gay rights. I think that the gays don't deserve any rights. You don't deserve any, what do you mean by that? Uh, I believe you that, heard him. Um, faggotry uh, is subhuman and <laughs> I wow. can't say that with a straight face. You cannot um, be serious. No. <laughs> <laughs> what? what uh, well, uh, what, I, you you called about anyway. I, I, no, it's a it's uh, a bad joke. Um, oh, okay. All right. Let me let me ask you this one. Uh, well, never, then it's irrelevant. If I was I was going to ask you a question about that, but that's irrelevant. Let's go back to your to your um, main point, which is about tariffs. So you you are of the Stossel school of thought. Yeah. Well, I I think that any taxation of any kind is oppressive. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I mean, you were just talking about it, how terrible it is to do your taxes. And I agree, we shouldn't be doing any of that. Um, but, <laughs> um, <laughs> but with, um, no, with, uh, with free trade, it just helps everybody out. You know, I don't want Americans paying for Trump's stupid decisions. I want other people to pay for Trump's stupid decisions like Trump or um, anything else. You know, I'm not like MAGA, 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 100%. I, you know, I like when he does good stuff. I don't like when he does bad stuff. You know, I'm... You're not Bill I, Mitchell? No. <laughs> I, uh, um, I like less of his stuff than I think most conservatives do. I consider myself conservative, but I think he's too... Um, he's playing... He's not... Um, strategic enough. I, yeah. I'm not strategic. He's he's just yeah. too chaotic, and it's gonna it's gonna. Well, bite I him think in he's a populist, and so he's easily influenced. It's hard to keep him on track. That's yeah. That's another thing is I you know I was um uh I had a bunch of family in town, and you know so we started talking politics because why not? And because that always happens. And um, you know I have a super liberal cousin who. Um, will it will defend Bernie Sanders to the death? Yeah. Um, and we were talking, and the only thing we could agree on is that Trump is just way too wishy wishy washy. You know, he uh, whenever he talks with Democrats, he starts talking Democrat positions, and then when the Republicans rein him in, he starts talking more conservative policy again. Um, fortunately, the stuff that he's actually done has been more conservative than it's been liberal. Yeah. But um. I saw a meme. It was like, oh, no, the Democrat that the Republicans elected is doing Democrat things. Like, and, yeah. You know, yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm, I follow I'm a lot of uh, like libertarian social media pages, you know, mostly just for like news pieces and memes and stuff. And uh, I notice there's definitely a lot more critical Trump stuff popping up lately. Yeah. Sp- specifically on guns and, and on this tariff stuff. Um, and I think 
based on my understanding of it, probably justifiably so. Certainly on the guns, man. We covered the whole gun meeting on Sunday. Like I hated everything about that meeting yeah, pretty much. Um, we'll have to see how this how this plays out. I, I uh, I'm not I'm not like you know uh, I'm not the trade expert. I'm I'm not an elite economics mind. But as as my perspective has developed, I've been a, become a big fan of voluntary transactions. And anytime you're trying to this isn't this isn't forcing a transaction, but you're trying to install artificial mechanisms by which to influence people's voluntary transactions. And I, I Jay Fry's telling me to get my shit together. This yeah, on. sorry, we got it. We'll have to. I've gone yeah. on long enough too, but, but I'm trying to explain the philosophical basis for why I'm skeptical on some of this stuff, and not to mention the practical effect. If 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 it's going to cost me more on my silver bullet Coors Lights, I'm out, Mister President. Oh. I can't do this. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for calling, dude. Right. Thanks, man. Yeah, have a, have a great night. night. Jay Fry, keep him in line. I got some. I got some tweet hate for Jay Fry in my Twitter mentions. Apparently, Jay Fry was being a bad a bad guy in some other person's uh, chat the he other night. He always is. Maybe he'll explain. I don't know if he's coming in tonight, but maybe he'll explain the controversy. Oh, I wanted to talk. Okay, so the live chat now you have a live chat replay. It's a new feature. Oh so, boy. Well, I mean, th people should probably know because we treat the live chat like nobody's ever going to see it again. Yeah. Like people are way meaner, way more racist in it. <laughs> it's terrible. I mean, live chat's cancer. So, I That's mean, true. treat it like you would a comment section, you guys, because now. No, I might actually, I bet I have the authority to turn that off. Oh, really? We the, should the we should turn it off replay. if we can because that's really stupid. Um, Not for censorious purposes, but because I like no, like I like the nature chat. of the live chat. I like that it goes yeah. away. People can be with You have a comment section after the fact. Yeah, yeah. So it's not it's not censorship. I, I don't see why that's... Let us what, know in the live chat if you want us to leave up the live chat replay, if we can do that. I, I would be in favor of not having that up. Me too. Personally. Me too. But if people really want it up. But yeah, I, what I envision is that's going to be a way to, one, try to penalize us for what the chat says. Look, your chat has a bunch of mean people in it. And uh -huh. two... If you're someone who, I, I could just see that being used against people later. Like later, if you said something yeah. outrageous in a in a live chat, look what he said in a live chat. Here's a screen cap. Yeah, it's way harder to screen cap when it's moving quickly and you can't yeah. reference it. So, dead eye guy, what's going on? Not much, man. Um, don't don't do that. Don't don't put the live chat on the uh, on the video stream. That's yeah. Horrible. Thanks for bringing that to my attention. I wasn't actually aware that they made that change. Yeah, so. they just did it. I think today. Yeah, okay. Twitch is a prime example of why you never actually want to have like the chat streaming in the video. It's just I I'll be curious to hear if someone is on the other side of it what their what their reasoning is. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, thanks for checking out my video. Like I, when I sent you that email, yeah. I didn't. So I, you'll notice it's an Outlook account I've got attached to the channel. And yeah, yeah. I'm trying to give Google less of my attention, which is why I went Outlook instead of Gmail. I didn't realize you'd respond. That's just my own uh, screw up there. So, but thanks for checking that out. Yeah, no problem. So our president has said uh, two things this week that kind of had me raising an eyebrow. One of them I have a solid stance on, which is the whole, ah, just take the guns, worry about due process later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I saw that headline and I was like, oh, where's this coming from? He probably didn't actually say that. And I see the video. I was like, orange man, what are you doing? This is, this was one of the few cases because I, I, whenever I see um, headlines like you're describing, which, seems, which seem a little sensational, I'm on I'm on the same side as you where I say, mm, yeah. I'm going to go watch it in full. I bet it's not as bad, which is what I thought about I the mean, DACA it thing. It totally was. And I, and yeah, I think the DACA totally thing was. wasn't quite as bad as it yeah. was sensationalized as. But then I this is a, a rare example where I watched it and thought, Ooh. this is even worse than was characterized. <laughs> this, this is terrible. I hated everything about this. 
Not just, and it wasn't just the due process thing. There were like several layers of things he said that I hated in that yeah. movie. Yeah, just turning to uh, to my my senator, uh, Diane Feinstein, I was just like, yeah, can you oh, uh, just California. just whoop some stuff up and uh, I'll sign it. And I was just like, no, no, you know, I know, so I, w- I was talking yeah. to my dad, and um, we were talking about Diane Feinstein and Trump, and I was talking about Trump appeasing Diane Feinstein, mm-hmm. and I thought, you know, not only is he weirdly nice to Diane Feinstein, he's never given. Diane Feinstein a nickname like Lil Marco or Lion Ted. Feinstein needs a nickname. I propose Dying Diane. <laughs> if you have a better Ooh. one. Ooh, no, it's dying Diane over there wants to take your guns. No, he treats her like somebody that's dying in hospice. He like dismisses ah. all the stuff that she says and you know pats her on the head. Yeah. To be fair, that is most of Congress though, regardless of the side <laughs> of the aisle. Yeah. yeah. The I was other just thing going was for the, alliteration uh, and wanted to point out the fact that she's a walking corpse. That's all. <laughs> The other thing was the tariffs, and I'm still kind of torn on on how I feel about that because I do lead center right, but I have a lot of family in the Midwest, a lot of blue collar workers, mm-hmm. and you know, I understand the argument for those folks that they just can't, you know, up and move to the coast where the work is, and that's kind of like when you listen to guys like Shapiro, they're just like, ah, oh, just move. I'm the most mobile <laughs> mobile society in the world. Just move. And it's like I don't think you understand that you can't just pick up and move from Podunk, Iowa, out to Los yeah. Angeles for a job. So I'm you know, torn on that. It's quite telling that everyone has a good Ben Shapiro I was imitation. just going to say that. Everybody's <laughs> is good. He's so easy to impersonate, I guess. Birch Gold. <laughs> yeah, please chill for Birch Gold. And, uh, Any final thoughts? we got to wrap this up. Sorry. No, nah, man, that's good. That's all I had. You guys Thanks a lot, man. That feels so mean. I hate I'd, doing it. I was talking to my dad today, too, and, and I, that, that was the other thing he said. You know, that, that Shapiro guy, I think he's really smart, but just his voice, I have a hard time listening to him. <laughs> I was like, it's all right, Dad. It's an acquired taste. It's, uh, you know, Is I've gotten though? used to it. I'm, I'm used to it I find it, it increasingly more annoying. <laughs> it's, uh, it does sound like you're listening to his podcast on double speed, even though you're not. I wonder what he sounds like on double speed. On Don't speed. try it. Wow, that's mad. Don't try it. Don't try it. <laughs> Let's talk to uh, Josh and... Uh, Josh and Jen. Why do I always want to say Josh and Jess? It is Josh and Jess. God damn. Okay. Uh, all right. Let's get them in. God damn it, Gina. <laughs> Sounded crazy. Yeah. Hey guys. It's Josh and Jess. Not I know. Josh what the hell's wrong with me? What the? I can't get I it. I can't get it straight. You normally do get it right, or at least Blonde does. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. Blonde corrects me. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Sorry, right. somebody called me Melissa yesterday. I just rolled with it. <laughs> That's a terrible name. It is. It's like a, the name of a, a bitchy girl, Melissa. <laughs> <laughs> we might have one Melissa listening to us right now. I'm sorry, Melissa, sorry, who Melissa, listens to the show. You're a bitch. You're a bitch, Melissa. Given, given given the rate of female viewership of your of your guys' channel and the number of melissas in the world my guess the odds are pretty low yeah agreed yeah melissa is a pretty rare name these days i don't i don't meet a lot of them yeah in in our age group though there were lots of melissas growing up yeah Yeah, i lived with one hmm you gotta wonder what happened to all of them but i'm totally hijacking josh's the melissas and the todds man all those melissas (laughs) and todds yeah good riddance to all of them kayla yeah (laughs) Hey, don't knock on Kayla's. I've never met a young Kayla. Every Kayla I know is like between the ages of 25 and 35. It's common in our generation. I thought for a second that you said Caleb and Caleb's my middle name. And I was about to be like, what? What are you doing? I know some Caleb's. 
Wow, as usual, <laughs> we've wasted half of your call talking about nothing. Sorry, Let's guys. Let's talk more about terrible names. <laughs> so, well, uh, all I was, all I was gonna, uh, I didn't really have a lot to discuss anyway. I was just gonna mention that uh, I work, like I said, I've worked for a really liberal company, mm-hmm. and I had the funniest situation the other day. There's a guy that I work with that I'm pretty sure is not left wing. And he used the Second Amendment as a litmus test for okay. whether or not I was liberal. Because it'd be really hard to to find a fire to fit, fireball fence for saying I really like guns. Yeah, hmm. man, and, you guys have to like seek each other out, like you're in some kind of secret society. This is <laughs> fucked up. We got the presidency. Why do we have to do this anymore? Right. <laughs> Even but, though, yeah, I think the culture the, we don't have the the culture in terms of um like power positions though. Yeah. In like corporate America or in certainly not in academia, of course. We'll get there. Yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> Definitely not in academia, but yeah. And in tech and I work in tech and I work for a big company that I don't really want to say because if someone in my company found out I watch you guys, I'd probably get fired. Yeah. So- <laughs> fired for watching. Well, I guess you're a contributor in, in a way on the, on the call-in show. He's being slightly overdramatic. Yeah. Maybe, but only slightly. I mean, they're <laughs> far left wing. Oh, boy. Well, it's always a pleasure talking to you, too. Yeah, all right. Have a great night. Bye-bye. Have a great you night, guys. I'm not good at that. It always sounds abrupt and mean. Now I'm going to meet a Melissa, and I'm going to have a real dilemma. A real dilemma. On her. Yep, I'm going to get back to you and say, met a chick. She's perfect, but her name's Melissa. I think I'm moving on. <laughs> Better than Becky. And you say that as a Becky, so you're. I'm not you're... a Becky. I went by <laughs> Becca. So your your Twitter Becky. used to say "based Becky." Get yeah, out of here. Yeah, because it's a racial slur, and I think it's funny. I've oh, never is it? I don't. I didn't even know that. How is it a racial slur? White girls are, or you know, like t- to black girls, white girls are they're Beckys. Oh, that's true. Have I ever met a black Becky? It's like what's the the equivalent of like uh, calling all Italians Guidos? It's like that. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. That's that's fair enough. That's why you did it. It was to be spiteful to yeah, certain Becky's demographics. Okay. Sluts. All right. Uh, Ski Doggy, what's up, man? Well, you know, you skipped Constantine. Oh. No. Oh, well. Totally threw me off. I'm sitting oh, here man, watching. Oh, man, Constantine, I'm sorry. You're right. I did. I'll you know? get you next, man. I'm sorry about that. Total, totally throws my rhythm off here. Yeah. You, know? you hate me because I'm old. I know it. I'll, I appreciate <laughs> it. I understand. Anyway. Did you get a chance to watch that video I sent you where a young Master Hogue was talking about how uh, I think we <laughs> don't understand how... Uh, oh, let me, let me get the quote Master here. Hogue, it took oh, me yes. a second. Our, Mr. Hogg, you mean. Yeah, Master Hogg. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's, I'm a Midwesterner. We have different pronunciations. Um, you know, to be, I will tell the truth that I kind of just briefly... I've heard so much damn David Hogg that I did not listen to the thing in, in its entirety because I can't stand the kid. Yeah, Oh, really. he has some... Some beautiful one-liners. The one about our parents don't know how to use a fucking democracy, so we have to. Yeah, yeah. A thing of beauty. Oh, God, what a little piece of shit. Like, I, I hate that I hate these kids so much. It makes me feel terrible. That's why I, I, well, I don't feel that bad. Here, here's the thing. I had to go down to the VA today because I've got a really bad case of the flu, and I've been, been kicking oh, no. ass. Yeah, I'll survive. I'm too mean to kill. But I'm down there, and I'm talking with some of these guys who are like uh, World War II vets. Mm-hmm. And I was asking them, and I said, well, you know, we were talking about this. And I said, well, what would have happened? They said, well, it wouldn't have happened in our school. And I said, why? And they said, well, one, we would have known everybody and we would have known something. This guy was a little crazy and would have kept an eye on him. Yeah. Yeah. And he said, and if it did happen, somebody would have gone out to their car, got a gun and shot him. 
And he said, if that didn't work, he goes, we would have put all the girls in the back of the class, all the guys would have gotten in the front of the class. And the minute he came through the door, we would have died well. And he was not lying. And I thought about it. And I thought about my dad's generation. And they would have done the same thing. Uh, Vietnam era. I thought about my generation. We would have done the same thing. And then I was watching uh, Jordan Peterson on Tucker Carlson today when he was talking about the drop in testosterone and everything else. And the rise of the beta. Yeah. The rise of the beta male. And I've, I've realized the reason these kids are so angry, the reason they're so upset, the reason they're attacking the government and talking about all this is they've abdicated the men, not the women, but the men have abdicated their responsibility to defend themselves. Yeah. And yeah, but they get treated like shit. Them. This is why I'm sympathetic to MGTOW because what are they supposed to do? They're they're constantly told that they're garbage just because of the race and gender I know. that they were born as. Like I, I I feel bad for them. And I can't after society treats them like shit, be like be a man. You need to just just be a man and deal with it and take it and defend us with your lives anyway. Like I can't in good faith tell men that. Yeah. Treat them like dog shit. Well, well and, and the pro- and the single motherhood problem exacerbates yeah. that even more. Like if you don't have that that good quality male figure to raise you, how are you supposed to emulate those qualities? Yeah. It's much more difficult. Yeah. Well, if you actually get a chance, watch the video though, because I don't know where his parents are during this video. But if I had been sitting there and my son was talking that way, I'm sure his parents are pimping him out. They I probably been, love this. I would have walked up to him and said, "Okay, no problem. The law says you're 17." I got to keep a roof over your head. I got to keep food on your table. I got to keep clothes on your back. But if you feel I'm too stupid to understand what democracy is and all this other stuff, that's all I'm going to do. Yeah. Well, and they the always cop out. Came, there's the door. Yeah. He'd, he'd probably say, oh, not you, dad, not you oh, specifically. Yeah. It's the same way they say, if you notice him and Cameron Caskey both say, well, make no mistake, we don't have a disagreement with the average NRA member, oh, just yeah. the yeah. leadership of it. Why do you think the members pay the leadership? Yeah. What, what do you because think this is? This is representative of the group. This is a membership driven organization. Yeah. It's not taking corporate big money to run itself. Well, here's we gotta wrap thing. this if, up, Skag. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Real quick, if if you really wanted to destroy the NRA, and we have known this for years, and it's been put out there for years, if Hand Can Control Inc. wanted to destroy NRA, all their members, because they have more members in the NRA, would spend thirty bucks, get a membership, and vote it out of existence. Hmm. They like having the NRA as an enemy. It's a good club to beat them over on. Yeah, What's yeah. happened is, is people without enough moral courage or their convictions to fight for what they believed in are standing on the bodies of dead kids to make their point. Yeah, and exactly. And I think it just disgusts me. But, I, yep, I you're right. My yeah. three minutes is up. Make sure you get thanks Constantine. Yes, we, we will. will. Thank you. And thanks for bringing that to my attention. I, I don't know. I'm going to blame it on fatigue or something. I don't know. Uh, I understand. <laughs> Appreciate it, man. Week, thanks Bye. a lot. And it can get better. I hope you, uh, I hope the flu goes away. Please no joke. All right, let's talk to Constantine, and then uh, if we need to, we can top in a super chat. Since I made him wait, I'm sorry about that, Constantine. I don't know what happened. Hello. Oh, but he's coming from Saturn anyway, so. That's right. Mm, hmm. Live chat. You know, live chat. All of your comments about my clavicles are going to be sh- saved <laughs> in this. <laughs> Have, so have people have people offered some thoughts on um on that on saving on like, my clavicles? No, well, t- your clavicles are phenomenal, of course. <laughs> Just the one. Um, Tremendous it sounds clavicles. like they don't want us to save it. Like they'd rather us if that's an option. They. I've rather not us. looked. I assume it's an option. It better be an option. That's I got a right. notice saying that like this is new. Okay, maybe happening. I just missed it. Um, do, you, do we have super chats to, to do? Because Constantine, I don't know what's going on with the mic. Yeah. Um, the expert says I'm the skateboard super chatter who can't type. Have a good show, guys. Uh, and Matt, you like Josh 
Kalis, Callis, Kalis. Josh Callis, yeah. Well, the whole DC team back in the day was really cool. Um, yeah, when they when I, I I used my first pair of skate shoes were some DCs back in. The oh, day. I bet you wore some skate shoes back in like. I what, still what was it. I still wear. I still wear Nike skate shoes, man. Okay. Yeah. Um, when we hang out, when we hung out, I'm pretty sure I was wearing Vans. Was I not? Oh yeah, I guess those are skate shoes. I'm thinking of the ones from, you know, from like middle school, like the really big ones. With the yeah, not the soles. big like bulky. Yeah. And then like back, leave the shoelaces open because that's so yeah, cool or whatever. Back in our <laughs> like when we were in high school, they the the designs were like really thick and really bulky. That yeah. that's not as that's not as much of a thing anymore. Uh, Bill McPherson, not calling in tonight. Got to study for midterms. Killer tomorrow, but listening oh, in luck. the background and donating struggles. Thank you so much. Well, thank you, Bill. Good luck with that. Uh, Hig, 1966. I already have a nickname for Feinstein, and it's cunt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, that's that's worth that, that was very Arthur. clever. It was very, very thoughtful. I wouldn't have thought of that. AZ Archer. Cunty sorry Diane. Email. I want to hear Trump say that. We got Cunty Diane over here. Um, if I, if I can doesn't finish. have the alliteration, AZ Archer, sorry for the depressing email. You guys are awesome. Something I really look, really look forward to on Wednesday and Sunday. Keep up the awesome work. I don't know to what depressing email you are referring because I get many of those many depressing emails, sad, sad emails. Uh, last one. You guys have a misunderstanding of how the NRA works. Uh, check military arms channel. Is that the guy's channel you sent me to the other day? Uh, no, Guilty? that was Hickok 45. I was watching some gun reviews. He is just, what do you, what, what's really the misunderstanding of how the NRA works? Um, they have a breakdown of why the NRA is shit from a gun owner's perspective. Oh, okay. Well, there are a lot of people who I, I've heard, uh, I've heard of policy disagreement, but I, I, as far as the finances of the organization, I'm not aware of a misunderstanding of that. There's a lot of people who say like, go for gun owners of America because they don't compromise on anything. I've, I've heard some people critical of the NRA for being too compromised. But in terms of how the organization is structured, I'm not I'm not aware yeah. of a misunderstanding. Uh, Rainier Chen has a racist joke, but his last name's Chen, so I assume. That so it's okay. That's so okay, right? He says, "My friend, I'd like to make a Chinese joke, but you might not like it." And he says, yeah, yeah, <laughs> "No, it wasn't done. Yeah. You ruined oh. the punchline." Hey, I'm, I'm offensive, and I find it very Chinese. Thank you. And I did not for the people that want to cut that out. I was just saying something that somebody else said. <laughs> And Wolfcat Wildcat said, so "Do you skate, Matt? You guys are." Um, you know, I'll I'll push around a few times a year. I still snowboard probably fifty days a year. Um, I was snowboarding with my dad today. Moving sideways, it's so weird. Like, um, don't you so, want to be moving forward? No, I don't. Why? Um, Do you surf? Come, uh, I have surfed before. I wish I could get into it more. I surfed a few years ago for the first time in Laguna Beach. That was like three years ago, four years ago. Um, I, I'll still push around on a skateboard sometimes, but man, like, you know, I'm 30 years old now. I, I had a really bad ankle injury, like ankles, my, my entire foot was purple when I was 21. And that kind of, ever since then, my skateboarding skill kind of went away, but skateboarding more than anything is a young man's sport, dude, like impact in skateboarding, time, yeah. it, it's and ankle injuries. Ugh, it's the worst. But yeah, I mean, I, I was really big into skateboarding. Um, my friend and I taught each other to, we started skateboarding when we were 12. And then we taught each other to, uh, taught each other, I say, we just learned to do it together. Um, that winter when we were 12 or 13, we started yeah. snowboarding. We, we did it together, to it together all the time. 12 to 13. All the time. Um, yeah, so... Uh, I, you know, I'm, I don't pay as much attention to skateboarding as I used to, but, um, but I still am loosely connected. Um, 
Hake Gregorian says a majority of their money is from major companies, not gun owners. Ah, yes. What? From from what companies? Um, I don't know. Ask David Hogg. I, I want to see the source on that. Constantine's commentary says try it now. And then last one for right now, Kingsley Oberqua. Rodney Mullen is a base skateboarder. Well, who's your favorite pro skater, Matt? Also, heel flips are easier and more consistent than kick flips. I don't know. What the fuck? You have two I, seconds. I've always been the, that heel flip weirdo. Um, Rodney Mullen is is awesome. I, but it's such Rodney Mullen has such a weird, unique style. Um, my favorite, for my money, like the best skateboarder I've ever seen in terms of just being incredibly. And I've seen him skate in real life, too, is probably Chris Cole. Chris Cole is a phenomenal oh, yeah. skateboarder. Totally Chris Cole. That Chris Cole, yeah. Chris Cole would have my money for best skateboarder of all time, basically. Uh, okay. Yeah. Constantine, where is he? Uh he 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 left. Constantine, you there? Let's let him hang out. Oh, there you go. Now you're, sorry about skipping you earlier. That was um that was hundred percent my fault. I don't know what happened. It's fine. It's not like I have anything else to do, but uh uh, something funny, I, I've just been listening to other people's calls since I had absolutely no topic at all. Uh, one of the, I don't think it was one of the uh, anti-NRA kids, but it was somebody in their mentions, like, making an argument in support of them, saying, <laughs> what the funniest part oh. of- You just cut out, yeah. saying what? An argument for monarchy. Wait, 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 you're cutting out. You've got that all classic Constantine monarchy. internet. Ah, excellent, excellent. But, uh, yeah, one of the people like arguing to lower the voting age of sixteen. They were in like one of the anti NRA kid, uh, kids' mentions or whatever. They they basically said, uh, "Oh, oh. Well, you know, start his this, reign." This which, is this is vintage this is Constantine. I can hear every other word, and it's about monarchy in some way. I know. Ah, <laughs> uh, son of a bitch. Are we, are we getting, are we, how does this connect to ethical monarchy? Cause I know you're a big fan of like ethical monarchy. Well, I, I'm just saying when you raise a child from the time they're born, you're going to be in charge someday. And this is how you do it. When, when that's the first thing you remember, boom. I mean, I, I, it works out that way. And you know, it's like, it got defective once like, okay, I, you know, it's, it's your brother. We're doing him, you know, or better yet, pit them against each other throughout their childhood Raise them. Whoever's better at the end wins. Then you uh, you got to throw the other one a cell so they don't overthrow the other one. But what is this? You have a very Shakespearean worldview, Constantine. Uh, did, I, I I I don't know. I I don't have much better to do. But uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know. I Maybe monarchy about... is the way to go. But no, monarchy. Well, wait. How, how old are you again, Constantine? Are you young, like eighteen or something? Yeah. By the way, monarchy is cool aesthetics I'm i don't know something that's like that. well, yeah see see game of thrones if you want any argument in favor of that although that's fictional of course but kind of loosely based on some real settings i suppose yeah um, yeah but how, how i when i was 18 i would have been the closest thing to somebody sitting around thinking about political philosophy but i wasn't into like I was into like the news. I've always been a news junkie. I've never been into political philosophy. Like what's the best form of government type questions. Are you shaming him for his. No, I'm, well, I'm just wondering, how did you get into this stuff at a young age? Um, Paradox Plaza games. They're amazing. Mm. I've sunk hundreds of hours of my life into those. You, uh, have you ever, have you ever read Plato's Republic? Uh, it's been a while and not all the way through. I, okay. I, it, se- it yeah, seems to I, me like you'd, you'd be a guy who'd be a fan of, uh, of it. Or I, I can see the aspect. Like a fan of the, the, the ideal society, I suppose, presented in it. 
Anyway, <laughs> I know everybody loves this like rudimentary college freshman level political philosophy discussion. That's why they tune oh, we in. Oh, lost him again. Yeah, Constantine will probably have to cut it there. But, uh, you know, blame your internet company. Get in touch with your ISP and say, you guys need a monarchy running you to get this operational running better. God, you guys are pervs. My hair oh. is wet. They're complaining about my hair now. <laughs> Anyway, that was a good, that was a monarchy joke. Sorry, it flopped. You know, monarchy jokes are always big hits. Yeah, I also was not paying attention. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, I was joking that his internet service provider should be run by a monarchy so it works better. Uh, that, was, that was a good one. Uh, that was a good one. Let's get Burning Bright in here. Yeah, I've had better. I know. <laughs> ah, Burning Bright has that weird thing where it kicks people out. Burning Bright? God damn it. God damn it, Gina. Damn it, Gina. How so long ago was that, that meeting? That was in like December, wasn't it? I can't remember. You know, I need to, I, I, I should extend that soundbite too because I cut it as tightly as possible for just, God damn it, Gina. But if you let it play, the next sentence out of her mouth is, I'm passionate about this. <laughs> <laughs> and it makes it even better. And she's crying. God damn it, I'm passionate about this. I, I, next next time you and I are in a dispute, that's that's the ace of spades. That's that's what ends the the disagreement. Yeah. I, I'm passionate about this blonde. God damn it! That's um, kind of how our fights go. I don't, I don't know what's going on with Burning Bright. Yeah, but sometimes our disagreements are like my lack of passion. That's that's the problem. Like my lack of passion for the FISA memo. You know, I can't say I'm passionate about this. It's yeah. like I'm not passionate. You don't about have this. to be passionate about it. You just have to know that it matters, and you're it just matters. How are the, how are those indictments coming? How are they coming? How are the indictments coming? Yeah, how are they? They're coming along. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I haven't I haven't um, like I said, I haven't paid attention to the news for the last couple of days. So I, I was just wondering if you know. the wheels of justice turn slowly, Skag. Of course, but yeah, yeah. The, the what what is the Martin Luther King quote? What's, speaking of things we don't we disagree on, Martin Luther King's quote about like the arc of justice, the arc of time is long, but it bends towards justice or something. I don't know. Yeah, I'm some butchering quote that it. He stole from somebody that was a better writer. So, than he something was. he plagiarized yeah. while he was philandering. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which means yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, old man Logan. There. What's going on? Right? Yeah, yeah, you're good. Actually, particularly clear. Nice microphone, whatever it is. Burning bright. I'll try again after this. I'm sorry. I don't know what's going on with your situation, but you're good, Logan. Yeah, or at least you were. At the the Holodomor videos. Yeah. I just heard Holodomor. You're you're a little low. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I like. Oh, there we go. That's perfect. Yeah. Your new uh the videos the the skipped in school videos. So oh, thank you. Yeah, I have a new one coming out. Um, I'm about to finish up editing, so it should be out by like 10 p.m. tonight, Pacific time. I have a, a little obscure hi history fact for you if you'd like to hear it. Of course. Sure. Do you know how Hitler tied his shoelaces? Huh. Uh, I don't. I said it, little Nazis. <laughs> I was waiting <laughs> waiting for something real there. I was like, I wonder really how. Did he have somebody else? Obscure do historical fact. Way to slip in a joke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, you, you were talking about getting a concealed carry. Um, yes. Yeah. He's probably been talking to you left and right about what gun or what holster to get. And yeah, that. I've got a lot of emails and I have my own. The weapon that I want to buy is not the most practical choice, but it's the coolest choice. So that's what I want to get. <laughs> oh, 
I mean, everybody's always excited to talk about that sexy stuff, but uh, I, I was going to give yeah. you a practical recommendation. Sure. Self and you're kind of cutting out a little bit. I, we missed whatever you're saying there. Sorry. I'll give you a, a, a recommendation based on comfort. Yeah, so, sure. yeah. I have. I definitely have to go to a shop and and handle all these before I'm going to buy anything. What you want to do if you're going to carry for a long period of time, you'll want to get these things called Perry suspenders. Hmm. And you wear them underneath those those uh, nice little slim fit Western shirts you like to sport. They're just normal plaids. They're not <laughs> Western. They're just like Vans plaid shirts. Oh, but but really, uh, if you if you wear like an undershirt and put the these little uh, yeah. Perry suspenders on underneath your 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 button up shirt, it'll hold your pants up, keep your gun from dragging down, and that gets really uncomfortable. And if it's uncomfortable, I you're can not tell by his face that he is not going for this. Well, He's suspenders. Suspenders. Mm. He heard it suspenders like and an he was. I'm out. I'm out. Sounds like an old man thing, but nobody sees them. They're underneath your shirt. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> and uh, you can. Suspenders have clips on them, so you don't have to. Uh, they like slide up under your belt. So if you have to. But drop he'll trial, know like, on the inside that he's wearing suspenders. Right. That's and you got to remember the, the objective number two between uh, after getting my, the correct concealed carry weapon and learning how to handle it properly is finding the right woman and suspenders. I mean, blonde, tell me if I'm wrong, but. Oh, I met a nice guy. And then he was wearing suspenders. Well, I don't know. It's to hold up your gun. That's got to change things. <laughs> or it's a yeah, pants-gun combo. If you, if, you, if you pull your button-up sh- or uh, undo your button-up shirt and you got suspenders, but you're packing heat, I think it makes up for that. Yeah, they kind of neutralize each other. And she has to All take right. off your clothes to discover your suspenders. It's just... <laughs> All right. All right. I'll... Okay. You, I'll tell you what, you'll, you'll tell you what, send me a link to these in my email inbox so I can at least view and you'll, them. You'll thank me if you carry longer than a couple hours. You'll be like, damn, my pants are just dragging out. I have to right. notch my belt so tight my my uh, my spare tires hanging over. But hey, Blonde, uh, yeah. before I get kicked off, um, when you start your dating service, I want to be one of the first success stories. So mm. I should. Get I get so in, in my video that I made, How Women Can Provide Value, I said that I'm on a matchmaking mission, but really I just meant about SCAG. But I guess the way I said it made a lot of people think that um, that I'm actually starting a matchmaking service. And so I must have gotten, I don't know, 50 emails from people with pictures and bios. and. I think it's a realistic business opportunity yeah, for you. But, yeah, it's kind of fallen into my lap. You know, The channel's not going to last forever, so I, I would like to branch out into other things. And this was actually the plan uh, for a business I was going to start before I started the channel. My yeah. sister and I were thinking about it. So, yeah. Okay. All right. Shoot me your email. Well, you should probably know uh, before I go that I once made love to Matt in his studio. In my I studio? His... Yeah. Okay. Pushing your that... stool, I accidentally hit that dump button. You are fake news. Very fake That news. didn't happen. Get out of here. <laughs> Thanks for calling. Thanks, man. Um, oh, boy. We got a lot of callers tonight, so keep on that clock. Um. Big Red Doggy's up next. So mean. I know. Big Red Doggy, what's going on, man? Not much. Hold on. I'm muted. We wait for nobody. We're on a tight time crunch here. Tight time crunch? Oh, by the way, Diane Feinstein nickname. How about insufferable bitch? Does that work? (laughs) She really is insufferable. Trump's bit, although little Marco is not alliteration, so I guess alliteration is not mandatory. Neither is Rocket Man. Yeah. yeah, that's true. And actually, Lion, Lion Ted, Ted is not. Lion Ted isn't. Maybe who is a, them. Who, who, who did he use a maybe, maybe they aren't. Maybe I just made that up in my mind. Who knows? 
I don't question. Hopefully, uh, my mic's coming through. I'm on a gaining headset tonight. Yeah, it sounds fine. Okay. Um, what was I going to talk to you guys about? Oh, I was going to ask you uh, if you had gotten the chance to go look at any uh, concealed carry. No, my uh, my the 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 handgun safety course I have to complete is on Monday the nineteenth, so it's still a week and a half away. So I just uh, I have until I actually can go apply to get the permit. I just and plus, as I said at the top of the show, I have to pay a hilarious amount of money to the tax man uh, tomorrow. Actually, so I'm trying to wait and see like what what the financial situation is after the fact, and then I can start thinking about shopping for firearms. Okay. But. All right. Well, um, like I said, I, uh, I I'd be more than happy to start up a donation for you. So, oh, I'm not. I'm not going to crowdfund. I appreciate that, but I'm not going to crowdfund. Crowd my... <laughs> we're going to get no. Matt that 1911 he really wants. I'm a big boy. I can. I can make ends meet. You know. I. I. I... Until the government decides it wants that tax free, uh, that interest free loan that you owe. Yeah. Them. Yeah. So. Yeah. No. This. But this is speaking to the tax stuff, and I'll be quick on this because I know that's not why you're. T- calling or whatever but this is the first year of my life where like none of my earnings have been the taxes have been deducted so this is the first time that i have to actually go to the irs and say here's what i earned here's a big check for what i and i have to actually write the check i've never done that everybody should have to do that so it hits so much harder you're like holy yeah that's why they do it quarterly though because people tend to not really notice like once it's not deducted from a check that you get anymore you realize like how much yeah. of the money you earn is going. Oh, I know. I Imagine know. if people had to pay annually. There would be fucking riots. It'd yeah. be crazy. Yeah. yeah. Once upon a time when I was actually uh, single and none and I was making over 65 a year, uh, I I ended up having to pay taxes. I ended up having to pay like two grand yeah. in taxes. And it was like, but you guys already took like six or $7,000 of my money already. Yeah. What the hell? Grief. Uh, any final thoughts? Um, I will leave you with a quote, and I'll see if you can guess who said it. Sure. A man is allotted three boxes that is his right. The ballot box, the jury box, and the cartridge box. Oh, man. I, did you send me this quote recently? Because I totally I saw this quote. Who the hell said it, though? Uh, Frederick uh, Douglass. Oh, yeah, I wouldn't have got that. I wouldn't have got it either. Yeah. Well, thanks for calling, though. All right. Bye. Bye. Thanks, man. Oh, I do have a knot in one of my earbuds. Should we? Uh... <laughs> God, man. She's got a knot in the earbuds, but those clavicles. It's such a shame that her hair is wet, though. That's weird. I know. <laughs> I don't know. So I, My wedding's coming up, and so I think I might have lost like a little bit too much weight. <laughs> I'm looking oh, so... at my weird bird bones, and somebody did say that. I think I've gone a little bit overboard. Uh, we should take a super chat break, probably. Sure. And how many callers do we have in the? Oh, we got we got plenty. Um, one, two, three, four, five. Oh wait, 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 sorry. Listen to me count. This is going to be really uh, engaging, engaging listening. Um, okay. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, have... eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen more patron callers. So we might be able to get some non-patron callers. And uh, a burning bread. I see you posted again. So I'll try again. I'll try again after super chat here. Uh, Richard McLaughlin adding on a caller with maleness concerns. Part of the reason that current generation can't be manly is because jobs that produce are outsourced betas and finance thrive, fair trade, not free trade. Uh, I would agree with that. Yeah. Uh, Stan says Cameron Kasky, we accept your apology. Previous generations that you were willing to let us rebuild what you fucked up. Ooh, 
Hey, Kasky. Fuck you, you insufferable shit. Go get pegged by Emma Gonzalez. I agree with that. Proceed. I wish I didn't know what that was, but I used to like this show Broad City before <laughs> I knew that feminism was garbage and like they taught me what this disgusting sex thing is. And now everybody talks about it. <laughs> this, is, this might be the one line that I'm not willing to cross with these kids. I'm not willing to make pornographic jokes about them. <laughs> I'm going to draw the line there. Oh, why? And try Come to on. uphold my high character and not make... These kids are all shitbags, and I really don't care. Everything's... Off, nothing's off limits. Um, Nathan Davidson, here's a nickname. Fine Kynstein. She's still alive, and Matt, no love for Tony Hawk. I know who that is. Uh, it's, not that I, it's not that I hate Tony Hawk. It's just like Tony Hawk... Tony Hawk and Sean White were both kind of like the, the, the corporate... They they were very corporatized skateboarding and snowboarding, and and they're both very good. I'm not blaming them for doing what they've done and earning a lot of money, and they're both very accomplished athletes too. But that's, you know, there's something the skateboarding and stuff was always like a counterculture thing, you know. And Tony Hawk was like the mainstream Totino's Bagel Bites version of skateboarding that everyone wanted to rebel against because he wasn't the. Is he the ginger? No, that's Sean White. Sean White is the guy who just won the half pipe gold, but got asked at the podium, hey, is it true you sent a dick pic to somebody oh, once? Oh, that's right. I'm just confusing yeah. all of these people that move sideways yeah. professionally. It's not It's not to say that they're not every bit as, as talented of athletes, if not more so than everybody else. It's just, I think my annoyance with them and some, potentially some other people is that they didn't represent that like counterculture of skateboarding and snowboarding that a lot of people really appreciated. Yeah, Definitely. I agree. I agree with that. Uh, Rourke Swidey status that I'm 17 and one of your female listeners. Look at that. Jeez. I've been listening to Matt since before the podcast. I'm one of the cancerous Bay Area or I'm from the cancerous ah. Bay Area. But your show reminds me that there's some sanity in this country. That's so great. Well, thank you. Kindly. A teenage female that. viewer. That blows my mind. I would imagine that the young people demographic in the Bay Area, it's even worse worse or maybe yeah. they're rebelling against their idiot that, that's true that could be maybe i mean every generation wants to rebel from their parents generation if don't parents let anyone generation... find out though you're going to get expelled from school if they find out you listen to this show yeah for real um and i'm on the record this is this is rated explicit in the apple podcast store so it's not for kids you're not supposed to be listening to it rainer 10 monarchy works for small civilized countries for countries like china it will degrade to an oligarchical state that tears down people's homes and does force abortions because we don't have guns in the nra uh bell antony said the mlk line is the arc of the moral universe is long but it bends towards justice and he stole it from theodore park some old cracker <laughs> it might be it might be true i don't know don't don't quote I me that's it. true oh my god i don't know uh josh on i love the i once made love to matt jokes who started them probably the first person that made love to matt from the I, show. I wish we actually knew who did but i don't know who did i wish i could give proper credit it really but... caught on because matt keeps talking about brokeback mountain and then all of his gay skating i talked about it like once yeah <laughs> on the it's podcast not like, I mean, what do you, it's not like i keep talking about it oh oh i i just went and i saw brokeback mountain with my friends like that's a total normal thing to do it was it was, it was one was... friend though wasn't it um no here's the here's the weird thing is i went with a friend and like this chick that he was trying to chase at the time oh that's way different that's it wasn't like thirty percent less gay. Yeah, there was a chick, but I hated her, and he, my friend was trying to get with her, and I think he eventually did, but she turned out to be the bitch that I predicted that she was. Ah, yeah. 
Uh, last one for right now is the bearded machinist. Uh, just wanted to say, Hey, got to finally tune into the live stream on Wednesdays and you guys have helped keep my sanity in this crazy liberal world. We're well, glad. Thanks. And thank you for your beard and donation. Mm. Uh, we're good for right now. Steven's up next. We've got a lot of people in the server tonight. I'm having trouble even moving people around since the list is long. Steven, what's going on, man? Hi. Hey. <laughs> um, hey, Matt, have you reached out to Owen Benjamin yet? I have emailed him, but I have not received a response. Wah, wah, wah. I think he's, uh, he's got some tour coming up, as I recall. I, I think it looks like he's a busy guy. But... Yeah. Okay, well, um, gosh, I, it sucks I don't have one of your shirts yet, uh, or else I would wear it to his event this weekend. But um, is there anything I can do to... I don't know about convincing, but just the only thing I plan to do is at least tell him what a cool show y'all's is, and then it'd be awesome to see him on there. You're if, the if, best, you're, Steven. if you're so inclined, I, I mean, it's your time with your guy, so do whatever you. I'm not going to ask you to do that on our behalf, yeah. Because um, he's got an email, like you know. Yeah, and he knows people refer to us on Twitter. They're always like, "Come on." Yeah, I, I get a few mentions. I get probably I don't know ten mentions a week, maybe, of people saying like. You should host him or go on go on this show, go on that show. I just think you know, he's so funny. I saw him do this inner dialogue between men and women, but on the piano on Stefan Molyneux's show, and it was the funniest. I, I was laughing my ass off. He's just hilarious, so I, we really hope to get him on. But, yeah, use your time however you want. We appreciate that. That's really sweet. Yeah, if I'm thinking of something to do to get him to sign, I don't know what yet, but uh, – and uh, I've – I'm, I don't know if I should watch more of his YouTube videos and not like the ones where he's not like the ones where he sits down, but the, his stand-up specials, because I kind of wonder if, um, if he'll do the same thing in person, but I didn't, he blonde. Do you remember you like, didn't he say something on Stefan Molyneux's channel that he, uh, that he tries to do something different because he knows people are filming. I don't remember. Hmm. Although I'm sure I've seen what, whatever you're talking about. Um, no, no, I can't remember. Oh, I said I, I forgot. I said I was going to get Burning Bright, and then I forgot. So don't let me forget Burning okay. Bright. Sorry. My apology. Any final thoughts? Anyway. I almost called you Stefan. Sorry, Stephen. Stefan. <laughs> no, it's spelled like Stefan. I don't know why my parents chose that spelling, but no. I'll, I'll you should rip on. them like Cameron Caskey and David Haw. You should no. tell them they did a terrible job. Yeah, really. <laughs> Thanks for calling, dude. Thanks, man. And let us know how the uh, how the event goes. I yeah, hope it's have fun. fun. Will do. Thanks, man. Mm-hmm. Let's try uh let's try Burning Bright again. Burning Bright, you got it working? That was a lie. I was fake newsed by Burning Bright. I don't know what's going on. It might be the push to talk issue, but I don't know. It's just kicking him out every time. Technical difficulties. Uh, maybe send me an email, Burning Bright, and we can get this sorted out. Um, but I don't know what's going on because we're we're not able to hear you, and it keeps bumping you out of the server. So usually that's something to do. We see this a lot when it's on like a mobile device. So if you're using if some mobile devices, work better than others. Desktop or laptop is your best bet if that's a, if that's an option. Let's try Bobble. What's going on, Bubble? Hey. Hi. 
How are you guys doing? Doing all right. What's on your mind? Good, good. Well, my first question to you was, you were talking about the kind of pistol that you were considering buying for... Yeah. Uh, what what it, you you said you wanted to buy the really cool one. What is it exactly? Well, I so I me Well, yeah, so the review I was watching from Hickok when we were just chatting on Skype was um it's uh it's the concealed contour um Springfield 1911 9mm. Oh, okay, excellent. All right. Yeah. I, I was assuming um, when you said cool pistol, the first thing that came to my mind was a 1911 of some kind, and I, I wasn't sure. But I just, I love 1911. That was my guess. I Even do too. I agree entirely. The, like, you know, it's not the lightest, it's not the lightest option. Um, and I want to go handle one before I buy, obviously. Um, yeah. But I, I love the design, and I'm told that these new. Uh, these new models that were engineered for nine millimeters, opposed to having the forty-five mag that's been kind of rigged to 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 fill nine millimeter, are are yeah. better. Like they had some reliability problems when they first came out. This is all what I've read online yeah. and heard from reviewers. But I just love the design. I think they look really cool. Um, I mean, I they're know. definitely aesthetically like the best the best choice. I would agree entirely. Yeah. And it, like if you can get that aesthetic with with nine millimeter, which you actually yes. have a reasonable magazine capacity on top of yeah. that, then it's perfect, but yeah, I said I did send the picture to Blonde, and she's and she and she. What did what you say? I think guns make me horny or something. <laughs> <laughs> did I say that? That sounds well, like something. I sent. That, to, I, I sent you to the. No, no, but, but like, for, I, I really think that this is this is a component for gun ownership for a lot of people. It makes you feel powerful. There's something. There's something about sure. it. The first time oh, I shot yeah. a gun, I was like, like the feeling I got, I was like, Whoa. yeah, it's it's like yeah. adrenaline screen. out the ass. Like, yeah. Do you ever watch yeah, uh, Hickok, awesome. the YouTube channel Hickok Forty Five? I think. The name oh yeah, definitely. I'm so so I'm I was watching his whole long review of of that of that uh, yeah. 1911, and I sent it to Blonde, and I was like, I just love this old man. I love he, he nails great. every he's target, so and he just laughs he's while he's doing guy. it. Yeah, yeah. I love that guy. He's a fantastically like good shot too. It's impressive yeah. how good of a shot he is, and then the entire video is just him enjoying what he's doing and yeah it's, yeah, it's, it's awesome. great i love it i love it so yeah. i had a i had another question if we have enough time i have this yeah, little tiny article here that i i wanted i was kind of hoping i could convince both of you to read it's literally like i don't know like 300 words or something it would take like two or three minutes to read but i i was hoping it was something that i could get you guys to look at I, even if you know if i'm gonna stay on here or not while you do but like um i don't what does it does it have to be tonight uh no, I mean I don't know. It's two hundred words like, a little bit long. It's it's really something long. that like it, it was just an article that I came across randomly while going through Google News one. Can day you give me the TLDR of it, or is it like it, rely on reading it? Is that well, it, it relies on reading it. Like it's 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 an it's an article about uh, arrests, ICE arrests of, of illegal immigrants. But gotcha. there's something very very specific and just glaringly absent from it that. I, I want people to look at it and read it and see if they notice it. And I was hoping I could convince you guys to do it. But. Um, I don't know. Do we have a way to link it easily right now? Uh, I could, I, I could send it to you like in a message on discord. If you receive them from people. All right. Know, all right. But... All right. Well, all right. We'll do it. Okay. We'll, here, let me we'll send, send it to you real quick. Wait, he meant, he meant later. I thought. Well, well I, mean, I can send it to you now too, and you can read it whenever. Discord. Well, uh, discord warned me not to open the link. All right. Arrests of immigrants. <laughs> arrests of immigrants. <laughs> Can I just wait, 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 wait. Can I just read the headline? Are you getting it? Yeah. Are you getting it right off the bat? The headline is enough to make this silly without me reading mm -hmm. the article. Look, look it's listen incredible. To arrests of immigrants with no criminal record spike in L.A. Hi. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> Funny about that. Yeah, you're talking about the criminality of entering the country illegally, right? Yeah. Immigrants taken oh, into custody course. who have no criminal history are on the rise in Southern California and around the nation, according to data from U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement. <laughs> what are they enforcing? <laughs> they're not just talking to immigrants generally, and they're not they're detaining immigrants. They're not just immigrants. randomly arresting immigrants who, oh, haven't, my gosh. who haven't committed any crimes. <laughs> It's, yeah, this this article ha has probably too much length to read word for word, but I think I'm getting the gist of, you, well, of what Yeah, you get it. You get it right off the bat. I read it and I was just like, I was curious. I was like, wow, this sounds kind of reasonable. And then I thought about it for a second. I was like, wait a minute. Wait a they second. Say, they, yeah. they use the word immigrant like 50 million times and not once do they say illegal. So yeah, this I'm, entire article, even though it sounds very reasonable and objective, is like the entire time yeah. is just, it's just. I mean, the definition of, like, of immigrant. <sighs> You you have to be a, a legal citizen to be an immigrant. Exactly. To be an immigrant, you you yeah. are legally, you know, you were going through the process legally. And in this case, they're just like, they just skirt around the single most important word, the yeah. most relevant word to the entire article, and they omit it entirely. The only they time it even do. shows up. they do. Yeah. The only time it even shows up is like further down in the article. There is a quote from um, an ICE report that says something about... Uh, removing aliens who are in violation of U.S. law. But that's a quote from WhiteHouse.gov and not an actual thing that the person writing the article typed. Like, you know, I just... don't I don't have I don't have as much of a problem if they say things like who have not violated laws other than their illegal entry into the country. Yeah, this is so like, that's, I don't know. This is just so blatant. I like yeah. it just it's I. Like I, it it, it's so, blurring it lines. Late, I mean, it's it, of... it seems like how they treat guns, where they speak in intentionally confusing terms yeah. to try to create an understanding yeah. that's actually false. Oh, you mean yeah, they're using it's... language to socially engineer the population? <laughs> no, I don't. Couldn't be. <laughs> no way. Anyway, wrap this up. Any final thoughts? Yeah. No. No worries. Uh, oh, damn! I was trying to come up with a with a. I did Matt joke but i can't i can't do it on the oh, spot that's all right to wait you can make week. it think of one that involves a 1911 we'll get to it next time oh, oh. All right. All right. Yeah. And thanks for standing up for team 1911 i appreciate it yeah dude thanks for best Ron. thanks no bye guys sticks is in the live chat and he's recovering from the flu so and why does everybody have the flu i'm sorry to hear that i don't know burning bright you're still hanging out so if you're able to chime in go for it um i'll let you hang out and see if we can get that figured out um Who's up next? Oh, name redacted. Mm. There's too many people. There's too many people in this server. None of people in this server is too damn high. What's, Hi. Oh, what's going on? I forgot that you're going by this name now. Yes. So last we, my... last we spoke, you were trying to find the... It's not happening. The... I'm not spending five hours driving together. Um, okay. So well, just so people remember, you were searching topic. for the the black women only retreat site. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah. Um, so this week's topic, I want to scratch uh, blonde feminine brain. So I came across this story where this teacher called Stephanie Peterson. Yeah. Stephanie 14... Peterson. Yes, just Google Stephanie Peterson teacher and look at her pictures. So she fucked a fourteen year old boy in middle school. Oh, I read about this. She's pretty hot, right? Uh, she's she's keeping it tight. I'll put it like that. <laughs> That's the blonde way to say it. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I wanted to ask you, like, what do you think makes a woman that like actually has prospects to go fuck a fourteen-year-old? Mm. Um, it's the sheer enthusiasm, probably, 
And then all of these women are between the ages of 26 and 35, like almost all of them. And so I think that they're all insecure about getting older and losing their looks. And so they're particularly responsive to an enthusiastic sexual mate, especially an inexperienced one. And then they're, they're all married too. So there's probably some weird dynamic going on with their husband and, and secrecy. She was a science teacher. And cuckoldry. Hey, kid, let me give you a biology lesson. <laughs> I mean, it, there, it really is a type of woman. Like every time it's a woman between the ages of 25 and 35, and she's pretty good looking. Like they're all pretty hot. It's just like she, ha she has prospects. Like, she, like she's not a raisin. So like, why? Like, you, I mean, you she's married. I, is she? Is she actually? Oh, so like, it just to, like, blows my up. mind that somebody that like is actually good looking would just be like, oh, I'm just gonna uh, go and look for an easy target when like. Yeah, and it's not just infidelity. That's bad enough in a marriage, but like. You know, you, 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 this is criminal. <laughs> like, why would, why would you do that? Peterson, listen to this. Peterson would pick up the boy from his home after 11 p.m. while her husband was at work, bringing him home around 1 a.m. or 2 a.m. the next day. How is it possible the parents, this kid's 14. Your kid, your 14 year old is disappearing between 11 and 2 on several occasions and you're not noticing? Yeah, I could definitely have snuck out without my parents noticing. Hmm. What, what are you doing? Checking on your kid after they go to sleep? Parents Maybe typically not, don't guess, do that. But, uh, I don't know. It seems like. And like to bang your hot teacher, a 14 year old's going to be pretty crafty about well, sneaking out and stuff. He's going to be. I'm not going to blame the kid. I mean, like any 14 year old kid who gets picked up by some teacher and wants to get some lessons. I mean, he's, no, he's the kid. Why would I blame the kid? No, I, I get the kid, but I'm saying like the teacher because like as yeah. um. Uh, Bond will get this, but Stefan Lanu, whenever he's in his uh, Colin show thing, he says like, "What's your number?" Everybody knows what their number is. Um, as in like what? hotness number. Oh, like your your like rating? out of ten. Okay. Yeah, like I don't everybody... know if that's true. Well, that's what he says all the time, and I kind of believe nah, it. Nah, every chick is gonna call herself a seven. Yeah, even if she's a five, and even if she's a ten. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yep. Any final thoughts? Um, uh, I'm not driving five hours to go find some dirty. Find black it. Women. You're the one who brought up this idea. I didn't put it up to you. Uh, but it, five hours is autism, and I'm not dealing with five hours. <laughs> All right, man. I have a life. Not autistic. You got enough. dead bodies to cut up. I know. I know. That's pretty. Sweet. No, I'm past that. Oh. Wow. Well, I, I you can always reminisce sure. and remember the good old days. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Bye. man. Uh, Chef Bear. Chef Bear, you're good to go. Mike is muted, though. Everyone alive. How hot do you think you are? Seven, motherfuckers. Seven. That's what everybody says. Every woman. Yeah. What do guys say? I don't really know what guys would say. Do guys even get rated? I mean, do you? Is that no. a thing for guys? I got no. it. I got it. What's going on? Out what's happening? What's What's your number, Chef Bear? Um, I would like to say that I'm a solid eight, more. I'm going to be honest with myself. <laughs> All right. So you're going to rate yourself a seven is what you're saying. If you're averaging the numbers, it'd be a seven. Yeah. Of course. See, I mean, the real question is how tall are you? Uh, six foot, just a little All bit right. over six foot, but I claim. Okay. Six so you are a seven. Five. All right. 
Yeah. I'm I'm six foot. I got that height advantage. And you're a seven two. Sevens yeah. for all you six footers. I have seven grade height and seven grade beard. <laughs> <laughs> that makes me. I, seven. I've got that sweet height advantage, and unlike most of my cook, so yeah. Oh yeah. So hence the name. Hence, hence the, the name. name. Yeah. I actually get paid to cook, unlike you plebs. Uh, <laughs> um, nothing much really. I just wanted to talk about the fact that I'm kind of pissed off at how everybody thinks. In my world, the whole culinary world, um, mm. more and more you're getting that kind of intrusion of everybody's butthurt about everything. Yeah. yeah. And the whole Social justice started... in the culinary world, is that what you're saying? Fuck, man. Huh. <laughs> like, I'm not, I'm not even kidding about this shit. Like, the whole reason I went into cooking and, like, working in a kitchen and shit is because of the whole you can say whatever you want, basically, and no one's going to get butthurt about it. Yeah. Like, that's, that was the whole draw of it. That was but the, the only time, the only kitchen experience I have was I, I worked in a kitchen when I was like 16 or 17 with a bunch of just like total degenerate, like mid twenties guys. Yeah. yeah. And that was, yeah. that was beneficial for my development as a young man. Cause they, I'm know. one of those degenerates. Yeah. Yeah. You, you corrupt the youth. This is why my kids are never going to work in a restaurant. Yeah. Cause there's no, so much need... cash exchange. No, well, no, 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 I, no, no. I needed they them need to, to corrupt my mind a little bit. They need to work as a dishwasher. Yeah. Here's my reasoning. Because if you yeah. work, dishwasher you can never think to yourself man this job sucks because you'll have the experience of scraping shit off of dishes for eight hours straight That's actually true. the dishwashing experience i had it, it was not my most hated job of all time well my most hated job was working as a bouncer where at the end of the night i had to and i have to say one thing i almost went gay because of the female restrooms oh god oh, no, god I, I, I was don't almost think... like i don't think i need women anymore i think i'm gonna Dudes, because I've seen the worst of it, and yeah, I, think, I mean, well, men here's... think that all female bathrooms are clean, and they are just not. No, I've had to, I've only had monsters. to clean a female bathroom at the restaurant at which I worked. I worked in the kitchen and and this as a server. All I can say about like the the female consumption of toilet paper is just insane. Like you guys need to oh, get it under that, control. That's not even the yeah, best but... of it. That's not even the best of it because the bar that I worked at, they'd run out of toilet paper, start to use paper towels. Paper towels no. don't flush, so yeah. I have. At the end of the night, I would have to scoop used paper towels no. out of the out of the toilet. Oh, yeah, I never had that, that experience. Terrible. And now oh. I have I have a basis of is this job as bad as scooping shit covered paper out of a toilet? No, it's not. I think I'll be okay. Oh God, I've done some gross yeah. jobs, but the worst one was I worked at this florist called the Empty Vase when I was living in Los Angeles, and it was just like getting screamed at by rich clientele all day for like ten dollars an hour. That yeah. was fucking terrible. I don't that know. All my menial like... jobs were bad, but you need to have them so that when you have a good job, you're like, I have things pretty sweet. Like See, when I work thing. for myself from home. That's the thing. I advocate <laughs> when I have to for... scoop my own shit covered toilet paper <laughs> the toilet. It's great. But that's the thing, though, is I advocate strongly for everybody should work at least one terrible service industry job in oh, their yeah, life yeah. so they understand how good they have it. I I agree for sure. I will hope if I have kids, I will I will because. Um... I'm Hope tired of all the these coffee shop bitches who think to themselves, the world is so terrible. And yeah. they haven't seen like the worst half of it being up at three o'clock in the morning, tired of shit, working a double. And now you have to clean out terrible bathrooms. Come at me yeah. when that's, you've lived that well, life. And then you think the world can be sunshine, flowers. Did you call rainbows. about scooping pa poopy paper towels out of a toilet? Is that, is that the, we got there? We got there organically. We got and this, there. this can be the takeaway from your call because we'll have to move on shortly. But all those people out there, if you encounter a snotty, entitled barista who thinks he or she has 
profound philosophical views that they just need to write into a book or an audio book that people will consume and change the world. Go take a nasty shit in their toilet and wipe your ass with a paper towel. And, like the whole roll of paper towel. traditional toilet, be one of them uh, real bad moves. Just do an upper decker, fuck their life up completely. Get out of here. Gosh, two, two guys on a call and it always descends into poop talk. Somehow I think I've done a lot of calls with a lot probably. of guys and it hasn't descended into poop talk. Ew. It always right. descends into shit talk. That's how later, man. All right, later. Carry on corrupting the youth they, will, to a healthy extent. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, disagreeable. Or should we take a break? Are we good? Or um, We've got a bunch of super chats. It's been a little bit. Okay. Uh, Steel Rain says, too cheap to donate on Sundays. I swear I'm not Jewish. You guys are well, awful. Well, geez. Thank you for supporting geez. the show. Appreciate it. Um, Shot Glass Philosophy. Love the show. Blonde, you're beautiful no matter what light you're in. Oh, thank you. Matt, I like the hat. Thank love you. Love both your videos. Keep them coming. P.S. Matt, look into the Miami Classic shoulder carry system. No suspenders. Oh, okay. I mean, if, I, I've ever since I've been uh, talking about this, I've got a million emails from people like, do this, do that. But if you have a link to a product that you think is useful, I'll, I'll check it out. Send it to my email in- inbox. Cindy Rochelle, what do you guys think about Sargon being attacked by Antifa? That was really scary. I actually haven't seen the footage yet. Is it Ooh, what actually yeah, happened? Was, I heard he got punched. Did he get punched? I mean, it was like a tussle. You know, it's hard so it wasn't to like a Richard Spencer level punch. No, not okay. that I could tell. But you know, they got pretty violent. Like. If that happened to me uh, and I had my mace, like I'd be melting people's corneas off. <laughs> you know, if somebody approaches me in a mask and acts threatening, like they're oh, going to yeah. get kicked in the nuts and maced in the eyeballs. Like, that's I think that's fair. Yeah. Anyone who physically touches you is fair game. For, no, especially but I mean, if female? somebody in a mask ever gets in my face again and threatens me, I'm just going to, I'm just going to start macing them. I mean, that's what's yeah. going to happen next time. This happened at the Milo event. And I look back on that. I'm like, I should have just maced these people. I don't know what I was mm. thinking. That was dangerous. We have to be careful. Uh, yeah, but we have to be careful at events that really, Antifa is really amping up these events. Um, Raggle Fraggle says, I saw Shapiro give stats bachelor versus bachelorette. Is this confirmation of women being the better selector of mates in our species, whereas men compete for favorability? Oh, yeah. So did you hear this? I, I know the segment he's talking about um, uh-huh. because I worship our Lord and Savior, Ben Shapiro, who gives all the correct opinions on everything. I, I listen, of course. Anyway, what he was talking about was um, The Bachelor, the show The Bachelor, uh, I'm sure you're familiar with, right? Yeah. So very few, it's like two out of 20 or something, have ended up in marriages that have succeeded. Mm-hmm. The Bachelorette has a much better success rate. So when the, when the woman is choosing, the success rate is higher than when it's the guy choosing. Well, because women choose for, well, I don't, I don't want to, that sounds discriminatory. I was going to say women choose better for long-term partners, but that's not true. I don't know. Just, it's mean, an interesting thing. thing and to, I think to, the statistics are going to be weird about. because there's a selection bias for people that would try to find a mate on a reality TV show. Yes. Like that's just yeah, going to be dumb. People. Yeah. Part of, I mean, I don't think either of them have a great success rate. They're both actually I'm amazed bad, that any of but... those marriages have worked. Like one of those couples has been married for like 15 years now or something. Yeah. Um, Brian Polito, consider a KAHR, how do you say that? PM9, my absolute favorite. I, actually, favorite I, don't, I don't know that manufacturer, car, so I don't know. KAHR, I don't, I don't know that manufacturer. But... Uh, thank you for that, Brian. Um, Raven Bard, Revan Bard. Uh, Matt and I once made love in 1911. He went full semi-auto, if you know what I mean. 
Okay, faggot, what's next? Why? AZ Archer, Matt and I once made, made oh, oh my man. God. Have we got a series of these? Matt and I once made love. He handled me like a 9-11, um, <laughs> He really slapped his magazine in my magwell, if you know what I mean. Ooh, these wow. people feel dirty. I feel yeah. dirty reading these. I remember that. That was a good night. It was right after the Brokeback Mountain night. Um, mm -hmm. Adam C. Sikoy, the Beretta 92 is a sexy gun with a higher capacity than a 1911. Although if you want something for carry, look at the six hour P239. That's what we have, uh, or the S and W shield. I'm glad that you pronounced it correctly too. I was listening six to hour? a review of a few things and the guy said Sig Sawyer. No. Not that I'm perfect with my pronunciations of all things, but I was very that annoyed. That is my favorite gun of all of our guns. Uh, what do you have? Do you know what it is? I mean, I only know the six handgun, hour, the rifle. What is it? They're all handguns. Yeah. Oh, they're all handguns. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, Brian Polito says, speaking of bad jobs, think about who has to clean the peep show booths. Ew. Peep yes. show. What, what's that? I don't even know what that is. Uh, well, I don't know. When I was in peep Amsterdam. Peep show booths? booths? Yeah. Like people jerking off from peep shows. Oh, yeah. I guess. Ugh. Where's that a thing? Is that, is that a thing in the U.S. anywhere? Yeah, that's what uh, Pee Wee Herman got arrested for. Oh, okay. This is something I'm entirely unfamiliar with. Um, we did go to a, just to watch a sex show in Amsterdam, though. What does that mean? Like, what is the show? I don't know. We were super curious. And so we just went and it was just two people banging each other, like really dispassionately in front of an audience that was doing other stuff. And then like... Like, like it's just on a... Like at a... Was it like a bar setting? It was, or a, it was a rotating bed. And so there were all these, um, these, the like, bed was ladies. like spinning. You're saying, yeah, there were all these old ladies, these Chinese ladies, uh, from a tourism group and they sat in the front row and they all thought they were like, Oh, oh, oh this is so funny. Um, and this one lady that was like doing the sex show, she like pulled something out of her vag and like, like went like this with it and then drenched them with all of her weird bodily juices. And all okay. of these Asian ladies were like, Oh, they were laughing. Gross. We were like, Oh my this, God. How did we get into this? How did we get into this? this I know uh, our curiosity led us into this dark path and we were like, we will never keep going. <laughs> this is way grosser than the toilet talk to me. I know. Bill McPherson. This is Amsterdam. And this is, I used to love this city just because I like everything was novel. Um, and then I, like, it just, it's just too much degeneracy. I don't know that yeah. I want to go back. Bill McPherson said a uh, red and Matthew McConaughey accent. I don't know if that, that I can do that. Uh, that's what I love about these high school boys, man. I get older and they stay the same age. That wasn't bad. That was all right. That's okay. Let me read yeah. this really quick. Uh, and last one for right now, the Nephilim Ninja. Hmm. Matt, please watch the first 30 seconds of Gary Johnson interview. Aleppo uh, failure, next level reason magazine from today. He did it again. Uh, send, send me the link. I'll check it out. It's, email it to me. Um, okay, we're good. People are still interviewing Gary Johnson. Why? I don't know. Maybe he can't get the nomination. 2020. 2020. No, he can't. <laughs> Disagreeable is up next. But your mic is muted. Uh, let's get. Uh, let's get. Next up is Jay Fry. So. Oh yeah. Jay, you there? Uh, I'm here. Hey. So why why did I have someone in my mentions coming at me complaining that you were being a bad person in someone else's chat? Okay, that guy is fucking crazy. And the weirdest part was uh, he came from uh, Aiden Paladin's uh, channel. Okay. He's just a nut job. Yeah. Aiden Paladin. Why does that sound familiar? Because everyone wants uh, it's a her, right? Aiden's. A, I, yeah. I, I, oh, yeah, yeah. It's the but we've, That's right. A lot of people have asked for her to be on the show. 
I, I had her on my, my stream last night with Sinatra okay. says and Bryden. Okay. Yeah. And, um, the, he, not only did he message you about me calling me a mod, which wasn't mentioned on the show. He also sent a huge long one to Bryden that, uh, <laughs> he thinks he's going to get similar... Bryden to disavow you. Is that, is that, yeah, but that Bryden has thing? never disavowed anybody. <laughs> Yeah, but he also had, like, uh, when he talked to Bryden, he had links to things Bryden had said in previous shows of his own. Okay. And the I guy, bet they were all terrible. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> so, I, got him to, I got him to say the K-word instead of saying kike, which was, uh, like, progress. But then we said nigger a bunch, so it wasn't helpful. Oh, my God, Jay Fry. That was bad. Now I don't want to hear my own voice. Why am I hearing my own yeah, voice? Yeah, I got an echo coming off. It's coming okay. off Jay. It might be coming off you, yeah. Not I sound yeah, like me. it's terrible. Uh, and then I he... disavowed Jay Fry, by the way, well, to yeah. this guy. It's fine. I, yeah, but I didn't say it. Somebody else said it. Yeah, I almost got you to say it on my show. So watch your mouth, Matt. I can't remember what was the context. We're talking about Bigfoot or something? <laughs> yeah, no, no. It, we, it was after the Bigfoot erotica that lasted the whole hour. <laughs> Right, of course. Wrap it up, Jay Fry. What did you call for? Well, I, I give him a little bit of time because I was curious about why someone was saying. Your mod is being a bad person. I said, I don't care. Complain to him. And then the person came back to me and said, glad you're on the record about it. Yeah, I'm on the record saying you're a damn idiot. And I don't why care do what Jay Fry does. This is why I deal with the email account so that everything can be ignored. <laughs> because the I want to talk to the people who the... are good people and have interesting things to say. But to do that, I have to weed through the idiots. The weirdest part was that he screenshot your comment, like three comments down in the thread. And yeah, I'm not going to delete the tweet. Like. <laughs> He did. He screenshot my tweet and sent it back to me in the same thread. Huh. I'm not gonna. I just said it to you. I'm not embarrassed by the fact that you have this screenshot. It's in the. It's in the thread. This is proof you're a dick, sir. <laughs> but uh, well, I got. Uh, I also on uh, something else. We uh, we I got the uh, the wrench from Stan. So we had, we took care of that problem. Oh yeah. Oh okay. Yeah. So Stan was streaming with roaming before our show on Sunday. And I was watching and um, and I was typing in all caps to see who's going to stop me because Jay was in there, too. Ah, no one stopped you. Did you feel free? I only did it once. Like, I didn't even really you have to acknowledge I didn't really test you that that hard, Jay. I wasn't I wasn't a, I wasn't a mod, though, either. I, I don't know. Me. People complain about it all that your mods banned me for using cat. I just don't I don't care. Whatever. <laughs> it's just I'll stop. I don't, I don't care either way. No, uh, I think it's a, kind of funny that you're a tyrant. I I think this is hilarious. It's a well, they, meme of the show itself. That's what it's. It's like one of the bits. J Fry the mod is one of the bits. Wrap it but up, they J Fry. Can yell at me. They can yell at me the whole time about it. As long as they're not in caps, they can call me whatever they want. As long yeah. as it's not in caps, nothing happens. It's just happens. such a stupid you and arbitrary it. rule that Use I don't use any care racial you slur you it. want against J Fry. You'll never be banned. Dude, they're calling me Jew Fry in chat. I was <laughs> threatened to shut them down. But uh, Matt, I sent uh, two pictures to your. Uh, uh, I sent in a private message to you. Can you see them? Uh, yeah, yeah. That's from the Richard Spencer uh, shutdown that happened over the weekend. Okay. Yeah, these are Antifa and, pictures. All right. Yeah. Do you see the freaking spiked knuckles? That I saw that. Yeah, picture. yeah. I mean, it's hard Trying to... to punch Mag, uh, Matt Heimbach. Oh, yeah. Okay. So for people can't see this. And obviously, if they're listening later, they can't. So what I'm looking at looks like brass knuckles with spikes sticking out of them. Yeah. That's, yeah. Completely illegal in Michigan. Jeez. 
But, would that get stuck in a person if you like actually? Yeah, that's a them? mauling tool. That that's completely illegal. Yeah, knuckles are illegal in Michigan anyway. But but that is gross bodily damage. Yeah. 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 All right. See you, Jay. Oh, all right. I love you, blonde. I love you too, Jay. Touch my butt. No, never. All right, get out of touch here before you before you say anything racist. Did you say touch it right before you touch it? Something like that. Uh, disagreeable and burning bright. If you uh, are able to get your mics going, you're good to go uh, at any point. Decoy, we got decoy. What's I, up, man? You got any stupid news? Uh, you you you've got you caught onto my gig. I, I do. Yeah, I, I've got your bit pegged. Yeah. You call every week with stupid news. That's what I, that's my thing. Few, yeah. What was last week? Last I, week, it was only one or two. It was like a really slow week. And I think it was, as I recall, it was something we were going to talk on the show about on the show anyhow. So we kind of skirted it. I forget what it was, though. One of the stories we covered. Yeah, I, I used to like prep like five. But then I, when you shortened it down to three minutes, I can barely get through two usually. Yeah. Uh, did you see that uh, J.R. Smith got suspended for throwing soup at the Cavaliers assistant coach? Uh, I am a very weak NBA mind. J.R. Smith is a player or what? Uh, yeah, he's a player. So they, <laughs> and they lost the game. He's one of their better players and he lost the game because he threw soup at the assistant coach. Soup? That was kind of dumb. Yeah. Like, what so do you I'm mean? Like ahead. a cup of soup or like a can? What do you they mean? They were very unspecific, but it says, uh, uh, Cleveland Cavaliers shooting guard J.R. Smith was suspended for Thursday night's 108 to 97 loss to the Philadelphia 76ers because he reportedly threw a bowl of soup at assistant okay. coach Damon Jones, according to ESPN. <laughs> okay. Um, now, I'm going to go ahead and hit enter on this private message to you because I think you're okay. probably going to want to look into this later. I'm looking at okay. a converted um, from Swedish to English uh, article. Okay. But a Swedish woman um, is, setting, is set up to do two years in jail for spreading a an anti-islamic meme what oh great yeah did, did thought, they show the meme is it a, is it a dank one is it juicy is yeah, it spicy so there's there's like a, a muslim guy like with a turban and they like cut his head <laughs> open i i linked it to you yeah okay in, so in discord let, if you want to see let it. me describe this to you blonde it's a it's a picture of a muslim guy with like his head opened up and it, it's a hand taking out the brain and then the next slide is inserting a steaming pile of shit and then the next frame is like him wearing a turban i guess implying that it's all bandaged up <laughs> and then the next frame is him like yelling in a crowd of of muslims outside about you know whatever it is that they yell about oh my gosh and that's two years two years in prison most feminist government in the world people yeah two years, <laughs> just this is the only thing she did was post this meme there's nothing more to this that's it. And she even like claimed later, she's like, I, I really don't like, I just don't like ISIS. Like, uh, my best friend's a Muslim. She totally, it's, it's, yeah, it's irrelevant. I mean, we should be able to say I mean, and write anything without consequence that, that, that blows my mind. I need to look into the story and, you know, this yeah, that's, me, that's why I posted it. Cause I, I, it's kind of right in your chain for your Sunday show. It's not even a great meme to be honest. I mean, it's, it's like, it's not that clever. I've seen, I, I, uh. We need to look at these countries and realize that this is what happens when women get in power. They make everything about feelings, and then they start legislating their fucking feelings, and then you're in jail for reposting something pretty benign. Yeah. This is crazy. Uh, last Repeal the 19th. Go, um, <laughs> gorilla statue removed after complaints that it was racially oh, yeah. insensitive. 
Yeah. Oh, you saw that one already? Uh, I've seen the headline. Yeah. So, but if there, well, explain explain the details on this. There's this park, and and honestly, if you look at the pictures of the park that are in the article, um, you kind of wonder what it's doing there. Like it's the only thing that's animal themed in the park. Okay. And there's well, just why this would it cage. be racist? Uh, no, there's just this cage with this gorilla in it at this park, and. Uh, I guess people complained enough that they were like, no, what, I don't know what you're trying to say. You know, like they, they had to put their own interpretation onto it yeah. to make it offensive. I mean, like, what it looks like is uh, like a jungle gym feature that is sort of cage like that kids can climb on, you know, with crossbars, like you could climb up, climb up yeah. it. But inside of this cage like feature is a, what looks to be like a metal gorilla. So it's racist. I, I don't because gorillas are black people is that what they're is saying that, i mean you have to be racist to make that interpretation that's yeah. what i'm saying like yeah. listen if someone had put like a big sign on it or something like it's one thing but like just the existence of a gorilla at a park <laughs> is enough yeah to, and it's not it, in like a predominantly black neighborhood or something i don't even understand how i mean they the picture that you sent here it looks like the the little girl who's climbing it might be part or wholly black yeah i guess so uh, i i it's the article's real short but it doesn't say that it's a predominantly black neighborhood. I just like, I looked at the picture and I was just like, I mean, you're, you gotta be projecting like seriously projecting, but my time is out of over. Dallas, Fort worth. I don't know if it's actually in what city it's in, but that's the part of the country. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's in the Dallas Fort worth area, but yeah. Hey guys, great show. And I will uh, look forward to, you, you don't have week. to lie to us, but thank you. <laughs> Appreciate it. All right. Fun, <laughs> Catch guys. you next week, man. Uh, muddy back. Hi. Hey, can you mute your stream, muddy back? Uh, yes. Hey, can you guys hear me? Yeah, loud and clear. Okay. Hey, sorry about that. I've been trying to figure out these old headphones. Uh, the right headphone always goes out on these. Um, God, skull candies with the little clicker on them. Don't buy these. Don't buy these. Hey, um. So, hey, thanks for talking to me real quick, and I just wanted to, um, I haven't called you guys in a while, and uh, I went to the uh, James Damore talk at PSU. Yeah. Oh, oh, you were there when, the, when they pulled the, the, when they sabotaged the sound system and stuff. Fuck the police. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. yeah you I, heard I, it I, firsthand. Oh, it was bad. I recorded everything. Um, oh, cool. Was it a man or a woman? Could you tell up close? Yeah. Um, I, I think it was a woman or, uh, yeah, I think it was originally a woman. Uh, Holy smokes. No way. Male. Um, that thing was behind me in the line to get in. And, um, you know how, like, of course, wearing this stupid faded green, uh, faux, uh, Vietnam jacket, right? Yeah. Yeah. With the green teal hair, you know, you kind of, you kind of like, okay, this person is either, uh, they're probably going to be one of the troublemakers. And then yeah. they, they were behind me in line and they were actually, um, doing the, like really, really polite, but too polite to the people who were giving the tickets out you ah. know like the, that passive aggressive like thanks mm-hmm. thanks okay. so mm-hmm. much why yep. do you have to be a, yeah why do you have to be a dick to the ticket like the ticket person endorses the views of the speakers well I don't so know obnoxious. if it's being a dick I think, it, I think it's Probably. more like the they think that that's sneaky you know like whistling to act like you're being incognito yeah, different ways to interpret it, I guess. Yeah. Hello, fellow casual passerby, that sort of yeah. thing. Hey, yeah. Hey, fellow kids. Yeah, that sort yeah. of thing. Yeah. Um, so I went to that, and I also went to the um, 
Christina Hoff, Summers, Heather Hang, Brett Weinstein talk at PSU that just happened on Monday. Oh, oh so there was that one. I was going to say, because I'm really bummed because Christina Hoff, Summers got interrupted slash deplatformed slash whatever at Lewis and Clark Law School. And I'm a Lewis yeah. and Clark alum. That was Not the bad. law school, but it's down the street. Like it's down the street from my, my college. And I, it's, it's getting to Christina my, Hoff, my Summers, place. Seriously, she's actually yeah. a feminist. The factual one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the so anyway, factual, how was the event? Uh, factual. I don't know if you've noticed. Sounds like fascist. So he's, <laughs> it's close enough. Yeah. But um, they were actually both really good. Um, for the first event, the Demore one, yeah. there were probably pipe-ins throughout. You know, like uh, lame heckling, not clever, just like a victim victim heckling and there was only like one pipe in at the other event and to which the the entire panel which was heather hang brett weinstein um and christina hoff summers and the um peter bogosian a professor at psu yeah uh, they all addressed her and um they the, she didn't interrupt ever again and it, i think it was because they th there was no avenue Wait, this was the same disruptor no 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 oh, um, no um actually i i talked to uh one of the people who set up the event who was actually on the um on the panel and uh he said you had you know you didn't hear it from me right but um i i think the person who was the only person who was piping in was actually the a gender studies professor here gotcha. <laughs> <PSU>. <laughs> yeah. but um yeah i i just wanted to tell you guys a few quotes I wrote down while I was there. Sure. I recorded everything there too. I just wanted to write down a few quotes as well. So most of these are actually from Heather Hang. Um, are you familiar with them with her blonde? Uh, now I am. I watched the panel. Okay, Heather Hang is um, Brett Weinstein's wife. Um, right. They're she, they're both very interesting people. So um, she can sympathize with real trauma. However, activism that's quote unquote read only, like a hard drive that cannot be written into it can only be read is something yeah. she she can't sympathize with um people okay another one from heather hying people who engage the world and make something um with their hands or uh, play sports are less likely to buy into social constructivism um because obviously they have to the world they deal with in order to do that work is is real there you can't um feel your way around that i thought that was good yeah. Yeah. Okay, Peter Bogosian, real quick. Okay, so only in theology and gender studies do you have um, ardent biology denial. Um, Interesting. That got interrupted I would, by the lady. I would argue there's probably more in gender studies these days, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. yeah definitely. Well, I think a lot of the theologians, the evangelicals, have really sort of um, let go of the earth is only 6,000 years old thing. And yeah. It's not an important battle to win. So. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, the, yeah, your your world, your perspective does not depend on it. Whereas, um, to some extent, the 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 hardcore feminist, social justice, uh, gender theory people, like their worldview depends upon a denial of biological gender reality. Yeah, yeah. yeah that I mean, that, that's most of this talk was about that. Um, oh, and then there was one more um, quote, and I can give you guys the context on Twitter. I can find the whole recording and find the if you want, but. Um, Heather Hang said, we need to start letting children get hurt physically and emotionally. Yep. Yes. And then that's the kind of quote people love to that twist. But, but there's absolute truth to it. Yeah. Totally. I would agree 100%.
Yep, gotta let your kids roam, break their arms. Yeah, and so I, I guess I just I figured I'd call in. It's been a while. I wanted to um, tell you guys, uh, basically answer any questions you had about that, and give tell you these quotes. And I don't know. <laughs> you, you, that, that's about it. Sorry, this well, was a nowhere go nowhere. No, no, it was no, good it was to good. hear from you. I'm we, glad we got to talk yeah, to you. We, um, we enjoyed watching the footage of it a little bit on Sunday. So to hear, um, to hear some firsthand perspective and to know that, I mean, not that I suspect these things are fake or staged. I have no reason to, but to hear somebody who witnessed it actually happen before his own eyes is always really cool. Yeah. Yep. Thanks, man. Thanks for calling. Yeah. Hey, take care. Thanks for talking to me. Bye. Yeah, have a good night. Frank Underwood. I'm really sorry about, you know, old Frank and his show. It's fr Frank, how, how's it going? Have they written you off the, off the show yet? You dirty pedophile. <laughs> oh. Well, I guess we don't have Frank. We, we wrote off have, the show. We have Frank, I don't know, shuffling his things around or something. Uh, let's try Nice Guy Demo. Nice Guy. Uh-oh. Frank, are you there? Otherwise, I'm going to have to mute you. Hello. Oh, there Hi. we go. Hey, What's guys. Going on? Yeah, I'm at work. So. Sure. What's on your mind? Yeah, so... Cause, so... Oh, I'm sorry. I have to mute my stream. Yeah, yeah, go for it. Hello? Are you driving too? Is that is that a blinker yeah, right here? Yeah, I'm driving. Please I'm, don't I'm, get in the head on. I don't want to hear that over <laughs> I, over I the audio pulled, here. I just pulled over, so no, no. Oh, worries. cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, so my, my what I want to talk about was uh, tariffs. Turn your blinker off, by the way. There you go. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tariffs. Sure, tariffs. Yeah. Tariffs. So, from my understanding, it's better to have tariffs than to have the the normal taxes, because when you have the tariffs, it encourages uh, savings. Because if you, like, say you make $100 and then you're taxed 50%, yeah? Yeah. Then you only have $50, $50 to save. But if you have tariffs and you don't spend your money, you're not taxed for the money that you save. Are you Swedish? No, I'm Norwegian. Ah. Oh, you said, your well, accent sounds a lot like the golden ones. I, was... I, I, guess, it, I guess it's <laughs> true in that taxation, like income taxation is absolutely mandatory there is no option available to you at all when you're talking about tariffs it becomes an option of what you want to consume given the altered cost of the product by the tariff so maybe they're not maybe taxation and tariffs are not exactly the same in that way but i don't know that i i guess what doesn't satisfy me about that description is if i have a project that requires a certain product to complete like in this case steel or aluminum i mean my option yeah. is my option is then like buy the product at the higher cost or just don't do it at all. Mm -hmm. I get that that's an option, but I don't know that's a beneficial option. Those are both two worse options than complete the project at a lower cost. Right. Yeah, but it's, it's uh, I, I would say that's true for like a small country like Switzerland or Norway or something. Mm -hmm. But like the whole of US is so big that you have, you have your own steel, uh, steel, uh, stuff and you have make your own cars and everything well, that's why i don't quite understand this too because i read that we consume like 70 percent of the steel that we produce anyway like we don't yeah, actually yeah. import a ton of it yeah exactly so well, so I mean, it, well he's trying to stimulate you know domestic manufacturing that's why yeah so okay so yeah i guess maybe that would be 
I guess if if we're not importing a ton of it, then I guess that would be an argument in favor. Yeah, because if we some some stuff, it's not like really important. Like if do you buy a Ford or do you buy like a Toyota or something? Yeah, it's like it's same ish in quality and price. Yeah, so then it's I would say say it's for that case, it's more important to have jobs in your own country. Yeah, and then you can tax those jobs than to just buy buy other stuff for a little bit. Cheaper are price. you um are you in Norway right now? Are you uh or do you live elsewhere? Yeah, I'm in Norway right now. Man, I uh if if I ever make it to Scandinavia, which I want to do, what are the places I should visit? Not to hijack your call, but you know, I'm thinking future vacation time. Like, where should I go in like uh, Norway, Sweden, Denmark? To find a wife. Yes, and to find a <laughs> wife. Yeah. You want the Norwegian wife, yeah? You yeah. sure? Yeah. Um, well, I don't. For the wife thing, I, I can't really answer your question. But if you <laughs> if you want to go for sightseeing, yeah, yeah, then I, I would su- suggest going to 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 the the small towns along along the coast, yeah. Okay. And uh, especially in the north, there's a lot of lot of uh, really beautiful places in the north. Cool. Because yeah. if you go to Os- Oslo, you're just gonna pay a lot of money and see a lot of Muslims. <laughs> oh god that sounds terrible oh, i don't yeah that. that's not blunt's ideal vacation <laughs> <laughs> no no indeed uh, uh, thanks for calling dude. i appreciate it man yeah. it's something i'd like to do in the next few years i've never been to europe but i specifically want to go to you know northern europe if i when i get there so yeah yeah okay guys bye thanks man bye you know we were we were speaking last week with like different accents that we appreciate i like the like the, the the accent that like Scandinavian people have too when they speak English. I don't know. I like yeah, I, so I like do the way I. it sounds. I, I like most of the European accents. I should probably do some super chat. Tell me more. We got Acorn up next. Um, Blonde likes European culture. I can't believe it. Yeah, I mean, before Muslims, you know, started to destroy it, and it became all multicultural and shit. <laughs> you know, we do come from Europe. You and I will. Well, that's, but and to your point, that's why I want to go to Scandinavia specifically. I mean, my family came from Denmark, you know, in. in uh, Have you done your 23 like, or, me yet? No, I want to. But, you know, I bet my understanding you're 99. is. you're 99.9% Northern European like I am. I know there's. I, I don't know. I, um, I don't know exactly what it is, but I know it's like German and Scandinavian descent mostly. Who knows what else is in there? Uh, yeah, let, that's why. That's why I want to go is specifically family interest. Like I want to see. That's good. You should. What go. my heritage was, you know. Take a little trip alone. I'm not going to go to Europe by myself. Why? That's so weird. You're a young man. Just, you just would slay go. out there. Um. Let's see. Okay. Message from Adrian. I guess I missed this one. Matt, how do you feel about Sean White? My favorite skateboarder is Mike Valley, blonde Jason Moma. Moma. I don't even know who that is. Or Ryan Reynolds. I I I don't only know who one of those dudes you is. You got to pick Ryan Reynolds by default. Though. Wait, is it is it the hot Dothraki guy? Let me look. Jason, what's the name? M O M O A. Oh yeah, it uh, yeah, it looks like um yeah. um Khal Drogo. Is that who he yeah, is? Yeah, that guy's so hot. I, okay. Yeah. I think that's one? that's him. Let me double check. Um. Okay. Yeah, it is Khal Drogo. Let me do a few more of these. Bachelor. Um, oh, but uh, my opinion, I spoke about Sean White a little bit. I, I'm not going to disrespect Sean White's talent. It's just the thing, the bit he does, like the corporate sponsored half pipe run. It's a very, it's a very, I don't know how to explain this to people who aren't like a part of snowboard culture. It's, it's not like a representative part of snowboard culture. It's a very corporatized, like 
mainstream snowboarding. I'm not trying to rip him. He's a great snowboarder. He's way better than I will ever be, obviously. But it's just... And and he sent a dick pic to someone, so he's a terrible person. Oh, no. Um, Fitty sent 33 said, Blonde, is degeneracy the worst thing ever? How do you measure it? Can someone be a very degenerate and still be a good person and a good influence of society? Um, You know, I mean, we're all products of a degenerate society. So, you know, I don't get too judgmental about people's degeneracy because it really creeps into every one of our lives. The only people that I know that aren't degenerate in some way are people that were raised Christian and kept those values through their entire lives. Like that, hmm. that's basically the only sector of people that I know that aren't actively engaging in degeneracy. It's, it's an interesting philosophical question. I guess if I were to think about degeneracy, I think of people who are actively being downward forces on other people's lives. And that doesn't mean that you're actually like intentionally harming them. You can be a degenerate by just being a total bum and like mooching off your friends. And it's not just mooching directly. Like I'm a bum who sleeps on your couch. We've created an incentive structure with the state to subsidize people to live degenerate bum lives. Um, So I guess that's what I would characterize it as. Like, to what extent are you a drain on someone else's life? That's what a real degenerate is. I don't care if you're not affecting other people. And as far as the good influence on society, like uh, some people have to live by example, even if their lives are bad examples. So it's good for society to see people engage in degeneracy and then totally self-destruct and destroy their lives. That's, that's a good lesson for the rest of us. Yeah. Um, so I would, I would argue that someone can be highly degenerate and still be a positive influence on society because they've acted as a lesson for how we should not behave. Hmm. Um, Scott Allen, the SIG 239 has a funny grip, which were made for women. Oh, I wonder if that's why I like it. After mm. carrying SIGs for years when I was deployed, I got H&K's VP9SK and P30SK, no regrets. Okay. Um, huh, that's interesting. I wonder if that's if that's the reason. It does have kind of a big grip. Uh, Sock Puppet Joe, some women woman was arrested in Peterson's speech with a Garrot, which is a weapon to assassinate. What? I don't even know what that is. How do you spell it? Uh, G-A-R-R-O-T-T-E. Garrot, Garrot, Garrot. Let's see. Uh, Let's listen to the pronunciation. Garrot. Uh, Kill someone by strangulation. Okay, so that's the verb. Uh, A wire, a cord, or apparatus used to strangle someone. So presumably this would be something you'd come from behind maybe and wrap around their neck. Yikes. That's what this image I see on Google image searches here suggests. Yeah. This is grim. All right, we should get through the rest of the callers. How many yeah, we have left? We've got um, one, two. We got Nice Guy Demo and Burning Bright. If you guys are able to chime in, go for it. Other than that, we got Acorn, Danny Boy, and Britcher as patron callers. And then we do have one and a half emails to read. Okay, cool. So we're not going to get to any non patron callers tonight. Uh, we're definitely going to be tight. Let's get through these callers here and see where we're sitting. Uh, Acorn's up next. Acorn, you there? Hello. Hi. What's going on? Hey, uh, the only tariffs we need are those that protect the memes of production. The memes of production? Memes of production. We should tax foreign memes heavily, but they're not, they're not oh, as yeah. dank anyway. Like, why would you want to consume foreign memes? Is there they're any cheap. foreign country they're, that... They're, they make them cheap. Is there any foreign country that's really crushing it in the meme department? We just saw that Swedish lady. Was it Sweden going to jail sure. for the meme? I forget, was it Sweden? I don't want to mischaracterize, but it's, if it wasn't Sweden, it's something Sweden would do. So it rings true. And that's all that counts. (laughs) This show's no better than MSNBC anyway. That show's killing it. 
Oh yeah, the, I guess you're right. The Russian memeing. That's right. They they've been indicted by Robert Mueller for memeing. So that's there's a pretty dank. I meant to make this a short call, but uh, the tariff guy got me all triggered. Okay, so that's why well, I brought it. That's if you, if, that's if, why if, I brought up the tariff thing. Go uh, for it. If you have a if you have a rebuttal, um, the tar- the pro tariff caller from Norway. Is that what you mean? What I wanted to say is uh, I can make you a full video's worth of a rebuttal to the tariffs. Okay. Um, well, you got a minute and a half. <laughs> yeah. I didn't actually uh, like. I'll, I'll talk about that some other day. But uh, I wanted to really quick hit on. Um, is pretty for, forgetful with uh, the emails, so you have to kind of keep hitting them up and then try and get on his phone. Oh, Owen, you, you, you said, oh. yeah, you cut out a little bit. I thought you were accusing right. Blonde of being forgetful with emails. Which is totally which a is legitimate criticism. I don't answer true. any emails. <laughs> no, he get he gets spammed by like a thousand people from his chats on his emails. So yeah. yeah. Tried to dig a little bit to find it. It wasn't very easily. It was on his website. It just wasn't as easy to find as I expected. He, he gets a lot of emails. So yeah. try and get on his phone and then you'll be able to get a hold of him. Well, what do you mean on his phone? Find his phone number? Contact him once through email and say, hey, here's my phone number, and then set it up through that because ah. he'll keep forgetting about it. Yeah, if he if he replies to me, I will. But I, I would bother him a little bit more. I mean, I'll give him, you know, I emailed him probably like a week ago, something like that, so give him a little bit of space. Just, just advice. I, I wasn't trying to step on any toes well i just uh, know from personal experience that like when people email me and i and i i've had situations where people email me and want me to do a podcast or something i say yeah sure i'll do it and then um like even though i've agreed to do it they keep checking back with me like several times like no i said i would do it at this time i put it on my calendar i will be there i don't need yeah i don't need like or or they'll invite me onto the podcast and maybe i take like a day to reply but i get like a second email like hey man did you see this like I will. <laughs> yeah, I do get emails from people like, you need to respond or like send me a confirmation that you got the series of emails. And like, yeah. So no. I'm sure Owens is much more flooded than my inbox. So yeah. I try to be sensitive about that. Yeah. Thanks. So that's oh. helpful. We'll, we'll keep at it. I want to get him on the show. So wants to be that person. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and some, one of the emails I have to read tonight is an example of the idiocy that comes into my inbox. So I'm sure there's even more idiocy in his inbox too that he has to filter through to get to the to get to the prized podcast invite with matt and blonde that everybody wants oh yeah totally (laughs) any final thoughts dude go ahead you guys uh move on thanks a lot man thanks thanks for calling all right let's try danny boy oh did danny boy have to take off i don't see this person um Danny boy, if you're listening, hop into one of the waiting rooms and I can get you in. But I don't see, yeah, not in the not in the waiting rooms. Uh, how about Britcher? Let's try Britcher. Britcher, are you there? Hmm. I'm getting real hungry. We're gonna have did to hang we blonde here soon. Did we get disagreeable earlier? I got four people in here, all of whom can chime in if their if their mics get, get to working. So, can you hear anyone? I can't hear anyone. I can hear somebody. Who? Who's lighting up? Who is? Who am I hearing? Hello. Nope. Oh wait, do I? Have... I'm sorry. It took me so long to figure out this Discord. Oh no, there we go. For some reason, and whatnot. 
I got disagreeable now. For some reason, it had you muted on my end, which I don't know why that would happen. But now we're good to go. Yeah. Sorry about confusion. You're good now, though. You're loud and clear. Yeah, I listen to a lot of podcasts, so it's good to talk to people that, you know, kind of consume the same media that I do. Awesome. Uh, I w- wanted to talk a little bit about how my different interests uh, intersect. Uh, a little you intersectionality talk, you say. A little intersectionality. <laughs> All right, we're game. Yeah. You had somebody on a few weeks ago talking about, you know, eating uh, keto. And I think that's a great thing. Oh, yeah. He was talking about the Joe Rogan. Eating uh, less sugar and, yeah, eating less carbs and whatnot. By the way, where are you from? I'm from Wisconsin. I could tell, man. You said a boot. You're not Canadian? No, that Midwestern (laughs) kind of accent. Yeah. Oh, man. I was like 100 bucks on Canadian. Damn. Yeah. And Joe Rogan, you know, he he talks a little bit about diet and, you know, I, I, love, I love this man. Like, so I had to keep interrupting. It's just hypothyroidism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, Stephen Crowder has mentioned the same thing. And uh, Jordan Peterson has talked about auto, autoimmune disease. Yeah, and I I just think it's interesting how this is so you know so widespread in society, and I think it affects you know not only you know sort of like every aspect of health yeah yeah um, you're talking about just dietary uh consuming a good diet generally yeah i mean to, like you know the the keto diet is you know sort of on the extreme end of things but if you've heard yeah. you know jordan peterson talk about the way he eats it's like really really extreme i've been i've been um disciplined more in in previous years of my life than I am now, although I don't think I'm a terrible eater. But this is the thing. It's like once you make things a habit, they become much easier. Like once you make eating healthy a habit, it it seems weird to eat garbage food. Yeah. And um and honestly, when you're in when you have been eating healthy for a long time and you're in really good, really healthy shape, like you feel so much better. But for some reason I still and every time I eat, like, you know, I go to Buffalo Wild Wings or I go to Five Guys, which I, I do at least like once a week. I go get like terrible food once a week. And it, I never, after, I never know why. Like, why, did, why did I just do that? Because, I don't know, I periodically eat garbage too, but I feel like it's better for me to do that and just to maintain a regular schedule of healthy eating. Hmm. Like, I almost don't, I almost eat no meat now, which is I not, it, it's not good. Yeah, that's not good. That's why you got them nice clavicles. It's been grossing. I don't know what's been happening the last two months or so. I'll look at meat. And I've always been a meat eater, but I'll be chewing on it and I'll be thinking like, this is the flesh of an animal. And I can't get, I can't get out of that mindset. Is it all meat or just like some kind? All meat. Like for some. It's grossing me out so much. So then I like. Fish are fine. Eggs and fish are fine, but like I'm, I'm losing weight and like I don't feel great. And so I thought I actually had a thyroid problem, but I think I'm just not eating enough protein. Hmm. So I huh. drink these protein smoothies, but it's not helping. I'm going to have to eat meat. I don't know how vegetarians do it. Yeah. Like you were saying, though, like it's it's tough to stick to something and then you fall off and you wonder why you did it. It you, you start to learn that like so much of what eating is, is it's social and it's entertainment rather yeah. than. Yeah. I don't know. And, and, I, and honestly, since I've started doing like doing this stuff full time. 
like when I was when I was doing my old job and I did, I worked way less hard because I didn't care about my old job. But when you have time to like cook and make quality food, these days it's like, well, I could spend an hour cooking or I could get some work done. Get some and, work done, yeah. You know, I always choose get some work done. Yeah, instead of cooking, cooking for like one a is good rough. Meal. Like yeah. it's hard for me to cook for myself. I because it's when my fiance is here, he'll just eat everything, and we don't have to eat the same thing multiple days in a row. So yeah, we got to wrap this up. Though. Any final well, thanks, thoughts? Thanks for your thoughts, man. Right? Oh. Yeah, I just you know maybe Jordan Peterson will get people uh, eating right, and that'll fix some of our some of the problems. Yeah. I, yeah, I'm sure. I, I yeah, I mean, I think that is one of those foundational things that would fix a lot. Yeah, for sure. Thank you, man. Yeah, thanks. thanks. Have a good night. Okay. Uh, thoughts and blogs just showed up. Let's try that. And I don't see Danny boy. Uh, thoughts and blogs, you're good to go if you're ready. But Mike might not be working. Um, other than that, man, I hate to disappoint again, but we're, we're at 8.52 Mountain Time. I don't know if we're going to get to non-patron college tonight. We got Super Chat. We got a couple of emails. So let's let these guys hang out. Um, and again, I, I know it's tough to get into the show. Everybody's being really patient. We got a lot of people hanging out in the server tonight. Really appreciate it. Always, we'll take your emails. Uh, we'll take a brief message uploaded to YouTube, play and respond to it. I don't want it, this stuff to be behind a paywall. It's not what we're trying to do. We're just, you know, as long if people who are supporting the show, we want to we want to support them back as well. So um, we'll always have communication platforms available. Email, upload to YouTube, we'll play it. Um, so please uh, do be in touch with those ways if you're having trouble getting into the show. Appreciate everybody. Um, let's try a couple of these emails before we close out. Uh, can I just read this 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 one first? <laughs> oh yeah, fine. Like, okay. Skype this is what I say. So it is important. Day. It is important to me to like be responsive with people who are emailing me, and and because there's a lot of really good stuff. For every insane email I get, there's like ten that are awesome and are then are encouraging and appreciative, and I've made, you know, had good communication with people and made friends doing this stuff. So I still come through the dumb ones to get to the good <laughs> ones. Listen to this. I got a I got an email from Br this Brandy with an I. Speaking of terrible names, Brandy with an I. Recent YouTube subscriber to unsubscriber in five videos or less. Aw, rut row, Brandy. Dear Matt, I was pleasantly surprised when I started listening to your video today. Jordan Peterson is the stupid man smart person. I do enjoy him, but some of his ideas are too much for me. And I continued on your channel with 18th school shooting in 2018, be skeptical, and questions for Sam Harris on identity politics. I hit subscribe after this. But... Dun, it was dun dun dun. Yeah, it was after listening to Feminist Fight Club that I really started to regret my decision. What I initially heard in your videos was someone willing to look at an issue from all sides. However, it quickly turned into someone reverting to calling women names and actively looking to tear down a global issue. Let me try this again. You went looking for things to make fun of. <laughs> to make fun of them for. And they are working towards a global issue that is affecting more than half of the entire population. Hey, Brandy! Some dumb feminists started a fight club and made feminism look totally jackassy, and I made fun of it. And people laughed at it. Brandy with an I. That Brandy with an I. I bet you Not, a million dollars. I, I, 
I wish the person I had initially seen and heard in the other videos was the same person I found in the feminist video. I wish I had gone, uh, I wish you had gone to this issue with an open mind wanting to hear about what the actual problems are so we, that we can fix them. I wish you cared. I wish I wasn't so disappointed, but I'm just another feminist. To which I said, hey, Brandy, why don't you suck a dick and come on my channel and talk to me? Don't you dare call me closed off to you without giving me a chance to respond. <laughs> You're the one who's closed-minded and you can come on my channel and stream with me and tell me that I'm wrong to everyone listening to this channel. But guess what? I gave Brandy that response. I gave that. I gave her that option. Oh, well, oh, well, oh, oh, oh. I'm not showing up because you're mean fuck off brandy with an eye nobody cares off so i get emails like that all the time god just, this is so just just stop worrying about it. who cares that's brandy with an eye oh you won't hear me out yes i will anytime you're just too big of a pussy to come say it to my Why face brandy with an eye. either of our channels at this point in time how have they just... hung on for this long i wish i wish you would be the person that i want you to be and i love this too I'll have you know that I unsubscribed personally. Aww. Nate! I unsubscribe Aww. from channels that I don't like to watch anymore sometimes. I don't send them some message like, how dare you fail to live up to my personal expectations. Brandy with an eye. Let's look forward to streaming with you, Brandy. Let's make it happen. She's a feminist named Brandy with an eye. What do you expect? <laughs> like, what's going to happen here? You think she's going to come on guns blazing with a bunch of good arguments? No, that yeah. she is at home alone with her Ben and Jerry's and her two cats. She never, and she never explained why I'm wrong. She just says, you made fun of my religion and I didn't like it. Neat. Can you imagine being a feminist at this late stage in the game? Yeah, you're, you're clearly insane, Brandy yeah. with an eye. You're an insane person. Oh. Okay. Jonas, let's, this is a sincere email. Now that I've got that off my chest, maybe I should make a video responding to Brandy. With no, <laughs> no one cares. That's true. I did tell her that. I was like, Brandy, the fact that you think anyone would care that you personally unsubscribed, nobody cares. You care yeah. enough to talk about it. Because it's hilarious, show. not because I'm thinking, no, 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 Brandy, please, please, I'll do anything, Brandy. What do I got to do? What do I, I'll praise feminism, Brandy. Please come back. Not to mention that if I made a video praising feminism, I'd lose thousands. Yeah. But Brandy with an eye would come back. And not to mention that I'm not a feminist. And by the way, Brandy with an eye, it's about my beliefs and my opinions and my worldview, not yours. Make your own Brandy with an eye channel. Why do you care That's about why we're moving. Brandy with an eye? That's why we're moving on. Because Brandy with an eye is emblematic of a lot of idiots. It isn't just this. He bitched about this for like 10 minutes before the show started. Yeah, because I just got this right before the show. This is the type of crap that I'm talking about. This is the stuff you have to filter through to get to the good stuff in your inbox. And by the way, 90% of it is great, but this is the stuff that Owen Benjamin has too. And that's why he can't reply to the email. And that's why I don't reply to your email. And yeah. I'm lazy also. But I'm willing to dig through Brandy with an eye to talk to the people who are not Brandy with an eye. Like, like Jonaslav. I'm sorry if I'm pronouncing that correctly, uh, incorrectly. It's Jonas. I'm going with Jonaslav. That's how I'm going to say this name. Hey there, Matt. Got another question for the Colin show. We both agree. I believe that collectivism can be very destructive. I, I did read this question. This is going to be right up your alley. I think this is a question you'll like. We both agree um, that collectivism can be very destructive and that individual freedoms, rights, and liberties are a good thing that can be used to combat collectivism in the political sphere. However, it has been proven time and again that collectivism can be very powerful in uniting groups to achieve perceived goals. Examples include past racial injustice in the American South, the communist uprisings throughout Europe, and more recently the decolonization of Rhodesia and social justice identity politics. Just this past week, the majority black South African parliament has voted to amend the constitution to see 
seize the property of white farms and redistrib uh, redistribute it to black Africans. In the face of this power at home and abroad, what should we do to de-escalate this collectivization effort that feeds the alt-right high blonde? Uh, and will lead to violent ethnic conflicts in the near future. This is this is a great question because yeah, yeah. I don't the I think the answer the right answer about individualism versus collectivism is somewhere in between. I don't think pure collectivism is a good thing, and I don't think pure individualism is a good thing necessarily either. Um, the only thing that's going to de-escalate identity politics uh, that are inevitably going to lead to ethnic conflicts is the left. Uh, no longer utilizing minority groups of voting bloc, seeing as how that's not going to happen, nor are they stop going to stop shaming white people. Um, I think it's a virtual inevitability. I mean, de-escalation, I think what people want is for white people to not take any identity stance. That That's really what they want. And they think that that would de-escalate things. But no, 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 no. The de-escalation has to come from other racial groups no longer taking pride within their race, which is just not going to happen. People are tribalistic and loyal to their race. Um, so I really don't see a, a feasible solution for how to de-escalate without their uh, voluntary support. I mean, yeah. it's just not going to happen. And, you know, as someone who obviously is a, a fierce individualist and, and probably more on the individualist side than I, I would say you would say that I'm more of an individualist than you are probably. Yeah, it's annoying. But, but individualism without cultural commonality it's chaos. Yeah. Like it, it can't work. Who and by the way, as a lover of when they don't have a community to situate themselves in, there's no camaraderie. There's, there's no community. What do you as do? a lover of Liberty? Like as so, I want maximum personal freedom for myself and others. Yeah. If we don't, if, if we don't have that cultural commonality in my neighborhood in terms of values, all of a sudden we have chaos and I have to abandon Liberty to get some more control over the chaos yeah. that's ongoing. And all of a sudden the Liberty I'm trying to uphold is destroyed by the the lack of cultural commonality and the lack of fellow liberty lovers who live among me. Uh, so yeah, yeah, and I'm not I don't all know. right, by the way. Uh, sorry, what? I'm not all right. Oh, I don't. I, did he accuse you of being all right? What it did he say? It feeds the alt right, Hublon. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Uh, he did say that. You're right. And he did um, say will in caps lead to violent ethnic conflicts in the near future. So they're they're clearly aware that uh, that that's the future we're heading in. This is a good question. Yeah. I, I, um. You know, my, my answer to, to all, I always think about these, like what's the appropriate role of the state versus the appropriate role of culture. Like I want minimum, minimum government intervention uh, in most cases, but that relies on us having a cohesive culture. That it's yes. a necessary component to and that. How do you develop a cohesive culture? It's, it's based on identity. Part of which is always racial. That's a good place to end it there. <laughs> That's we'll a good place. That's a good place for me to um, to become a filthy cuck. You filthy, sloppy, <laughs> there it is. globalist cuck! Moving on. <laughs> All right, we got some super chats. Thank you for the thoughtful question, by the way. Thank you for bringing me back down from Brandy with an eye. Um, let's see. 50 Cent 33. Hey, going again, but I was wondering what music specifically both of you are into, bands, genres, etc. Thank you both. Um, I like bluegrass. I love Allison Cross and Union Station. I also, you know, I'm kind of all over the place. I hate when people say that. It's so clear. I, I like music from all different genres. But Allison Cross and Union Station and Tool are my two favorite bands. Hmm. It, uh, what I listen to really varies uh, depending on what I'm doing. Like I have a snowboard. Most of the time I listen to my snowboard playlist when I'm snowboarding, um, which is like a couple hundred tracks of mostly like 80s and 90s pop. And then some Slipknot, right? 
No, <laughs> no, I love, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I have like ultra nostalgic nineties feelings. Like I love the, I really love, um, music from the nineties era. Like I listened to a ton of it and honestly, I'm, I, there was like the a time nineties, like the Pearl jam era. No, I'm not a big Pearl jam guy, but I have like a lot of nineties, like one hit wonders on that playlist and eighties, eighties pop. Like, uh, what was I listening to today? I was listening to like closing time by semi-sonic and stuff Ugh. like those kind of, that does not surprise me at all. Yeah. A lot of like third eye blind and that kind Ugh. of stuff, like 90, like nineties nostalgia, man. Um, I used I to be, know that I'm like, that makes sense. I, I used to be much more on top of like the current music game, but I'm really not anymore. Like I have the music that I listened to when I was in high school. And then I, like, I finally got an app. Apple music subscription a couple months ago though which is the best like it's awesome to to just pay 10 bucks a month and say oh i heard this on the radio or i heard this somewhere is really cool and i can just have the track like download the, this track of the album and have it infinitely so or at least as long as i keep paying apple so i don't wow, know it's not you suck you what do you mean third eye blind Ugh. i'm not saying it's like my favorite i'm saying that's an example of the playlist that i that i play mostly these days it's not like Oh, all it is is third eye blind's greatest hits on repeat. <laughs> it's an example of like that type of that that genre of like nineties pop rock and stuff that I've been listening to a lot uh -huh. lately. Everybody's listening to you walk it back. Uh thank you for that, Fitty Cent. Um John Harmon. This Norwegian guy is just wrong. Anyone who buys uh and buys a product involving tariffed goods pays the artificially increased cost, which is the tax of said materials. Was he making, was he making that stance that this wasn't comp? I thought he was making, he, he took a position he, that this was comparable to taxation. No, he was saying they're different because taxation, you taxation is, are you, well, I mean, we could say it's literally theft, right? It is taking money from you at gunpoint. You don't have an option not to pay this. Right. In the case of the tariff, what he's saying is you have an option not to consume that product to ah, not pay gotcha. it, yeah. which is a slight difference. But but as I was saying, to that's me, that's not necessarily true if it's a tariff on a, an essential commodity. That's right. Or, I mean, and presumably we want development, we want investment, we want people to build things with these products. Right. So the alternative is just well, let's just not develop. Let's just not do the thing that we're working on. That's um, not a great alternative. Thank you for that, John. Uh, Dangerous but, Spaces says I have a bachelor's in journalism and i've noticed how tricky media is with their language especially reporting on things that they support yes like they're how they call data lash like child killer but they call abortion um what do they what did they even call abortion did they come up with some euphemism term for it or something yeah let me know in the live chat i've heard the left using some soft terms for abortion sometimes they say things like terminate a pregnancy which might yeah. be softer maybe that's maybe that's worse i don't know um, Bill McPherson says, I'm not for high tariffs. However, food for thought, the federal government was completely funded by tariffs before the 1913 income tax was instated. Ah, that's interesting. That is interesting. That, uh, I need to learn more about maybe, this. And maybe that is better to the, to the caller's point. If you have to tax, if you accept the premise that you have to tax, which there wasn't always a, a federal, um, well, I guess there wasn't always federal income tax to his point, but if you have to tax something or somehow, Maybe this, maybe that is a better system to the extent that there's some choice in the consumption. The live chat, okay, pro-choice, yes. Um, there were yeah. some other good ones in here. Women's rights, also family planning. That's the one. Yeah, you go to the grocery store, and it's usually the contraceptives and stuff are all called family plan. I, I've never heard abortion called family. No, planning, Planned though. Parenthood. They're always talking about their family planning services, but really they just mean which includes abortion. No, no, they they mean abortion you're planning on not having a family yeah family termination yeah <laughs> that's what they should call it. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah joel dykeman the end of the winter season means the political activists will awake from their slumbers full of emotional pandering sanctimony and violent interruptions prepare yourselves Ugh. 
Oh boy. Hopefully it comes with a wave of hot chicks for Skag. Sounds great. Sign and, me up. And the one between Kimmel and the at the Oscars, the Caskies and the Hogs of the World loading up on on the rhetoric and Antifa's antics is the Western world destined to burn. I don't know. I'm wondering too, buddy. Catch me in a black pill mood. I feel pretty good today, so I'm going to say no. <laughs> yeah. Um, thank you. For is that, that maybe that's uh, maybe your loss of weight is your quest to become Ann Coulter as you grow older? Like you have to get that on. skeletal frame. It's like I didn't even notice until I saw myself in the viewfinder today. I just like I got like a big bag. Uh, of to me, I I wouldn't have been able to. T I don't think really? that you look People lighter than before. People have been saying stuff in uh, yeah. my comments too. But all I mean, I, I see the same thing everybody else sees, which is you know, clavicles up. That's. that's <laughs> Look I don't my, get any special views. Anybody who's wondering, what do you got? You got like, look at my skin. noodle arms. No, yeah. I just look too. I think I look too thin. Uh, Nathan Buck says, when competition is taken away from the market, it automatically translates into political competition. That's an interesting concept. Yeah, that's probably fair. Uh, dangerous spaces. I'm eating smaller quantities every couple of hours, and I've lost 35 pounds. Still eat some oh, wow. junk, but congratulations. Just smaller quantities. That's true. That that helps me in my dieting. It's like yeah. If you to me, have to eat something that's bad, just don't. To me, the toughest part is avoiding the like before bed snack. That's yeah. yeah. I love to eat before I go to bed. It's the best, but you know, I try to hold off. Yeah, that's Do you have the a worst. Um, no, I'm more. Well, I mean, I do. It's not like I just like sweet sweet foods, but I like you know I would prefer to get like chips or like especially like chips and mm -hmm. salsa and like guac or like you know like yeah. cheese like that kind of stuff. Yeah. That's not so bad though. Avocados are good for you. Yeah, but all that stuff right before bed. Oh yeah, before bed. That's yeah. Right. Um, Scrub Agenda said, "Blonde, I was having the same issues with meat when I was in high school. I tried doing the only fish and eggs thing, but it sucked ass. So I went back, and I never had that issue again. Yeah, man. I mean, it's it doesn't feel good. Like I I feel like shit. Like I feel like my body needs protein. I look like really fair and." gaunt all the time like i know i need it but i just look at it and i'm like fucking gross it's this black i think it's this black pigeon speaks video that i saw about uh industrial farming that like hmm. i don't know i think it just turned me off the um, industrial or the better that's what i say uh, david howard <laughs> press one for me i love brandy. to know the animal suffered horribly before <laughs> makes that's it why taste Skag likes to eat veal he's like young suffering <laughs> i've never I'm actually doing. had veal and it, i used to there was a time in my life i used to eat vegetarian too but that, that was a long time ago I, I mean and i hate vegetarians either they're always talking about how they're so you know yeah if you're gonna do it and by the i don't i don't have hate for vegetarians or vegans per se i really don't i think if you do it right it's it can be quite healthy the problem is the people who throw it in your face i mean yeah. you, you want example example a of how to be an insufferable vegan go watch roaming millennial versus vegan games oh my god yeah and almost every vegan that i've ever met has been annoying about it yeah, um, it's and yeah. I'm not giving up cheese. It's just not negotiable. Part of the problem for me too was like uh, when I was eating that way. It it makes it really hard to go out with your friends, you know. And yeah. I was like high school, college age. Like you don't want to be the guy that's like ruining everyone. I have a gluten allergy. Yeah, you don't like, want to be. Up, it's dude. so it's like yeah, screw this. <laughs> give me give me some more caged, poorly treated animal flesh, Maybe please. I just need five guys, and that would turn me around. Yeah. Maybe I'll do that. That's what we should do. Yeah. Uh, if you ever come, if you ever make it here, we should, we'll go to the five guys. Why don't you meet me in Coeur d'Alene? I'll go meet you in Coeur d'Alene. I just don't want to go to the stupid event. Ugh, whatever. You they don't have five guys in Coeur d'Alene, I, I bet. Um, I don't know. I actually don't know. Maybe. Probably not. I'm All sure. Right. Uh, last one, David Howard. Press one for making Brandy with an I rant a standalone upload. 
don't know. <laughs> Do you want me to say, I, I, I will have the video file. For now, Brandy with an eye will have to live, um, will have to live in refuge at the end of the March 7th call-in show. Only the people who saw it will remember. Oh, we have um, one more that just came in. Uh, James sure. Brisher. Sorry I fucked the call, uh, but love you guys and just wanted you to take on how to debate when you bring sources like Crowder and people dismiss legit sources. What? Oh, um, so what do you, if I'm understanding correctly, what he's saying is if you're having a, de a debate or a disagreement with someone and you bring sources like Stephen, read it one more time. You br he brings Sorry, so sources like Stephen Crowder. Up, love you guys. and just wanted you to take on how to debate when you bring sources like Crowder and people dismiss legit sources. So people are being dismissive of the source that he's bringing. Look, don't let anyone ever dismiss the source that you're bringing. I'm not saying that there aren't some sources that are better than others, but well, anyone this who says with rage after storm, you remember she made that video about race realism, but she cited the daily stormer. And right. even though the data they used was from the FBI, people melted the fuck. It was out. that actually true. That's true. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I, I don't care who it is. I, that That's a classic example. It's a great example. Look, the daily stormer clearly has a, perspective right how about that but then they had actually to, cited true data but you it, but if you had you gone through and said okay but what's the information that they're using to form this perspective with which i may disagree you got to look at that source material now if it's just andrew anglin saying oh i i think this or i think that then yeah you go well i think andrew anglin sucks and he hasn't provided any any substantial verifiable data or evidence but if andrew anglin cites fbi data then just source the FBI data. All you have right. to do is go back one extra step. Like I don't. Well, know to that's do that would be a strategy for the chatter, yeah. but to the to the critic of his that's saying, well, you yeah. you 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 supplied me with information from this. Well, the burden's still on you to say why the information is wrong. Exactly. Yeah. If if someone's if you make a claim and someone says, is not discrediting the information. People right. I mean, that's half or more of the stuff I do is responding or rebutting things that media puts out, but I, I will never make the claim. Well, it's from the New York times. So, you know, it's crap. Yeah. No, let's, let's look at what they're saying and review the evidence. Mm -hmm. And that's really frustrating because what he's saying is he's making a claim, presumably, and someone's coming back to him. What's your evidence? He says, well, here's my evidence. Oh, well, I don't like that evidence because it's from somebody I don't like. Right. Well, Irrelevant. Sorry. Yeah. He gave you the evidence. You still have to review it and say why it's wrong. Yep. Yep. Anyway, thank you for the chat. Sorry about the technical difficulty. I'm still, I've got brandy with an eye on my mind. I'm just I'm all fired up, which is unusual for the end of the Colin show when I'm usually all tuckered out. God. Oh, um, okay. Hey, good news. Um, as of now, we have, and I appreciate everybody hanging out. Sorry we couldn't get everybody into the show. Appreciate everybody's patience. Good news. We're scheduled to tape an interview with Freedom Tunes tomorrow afternoon. So that'll be fun. Uh, and I look forward to uh, to playing that at the end of the Sunday show. Live chat once your Brandy with an eye video. <laughs> well, I stand uh, corrected for telling you that nobody gives a shit about this. <laughs> apparently they disagree. Glad. I'm glad you liked it. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll be back on Sunday with uh, with Freedom Tunes. Catch Bye. you then.